stutter i've never started in my life <laughs> i do a lot of drugs i'm about to rip this bowl i do a lot of drugs also <laughs> sugar is my drug i don't do any drugs or anything illegal <laughs> no comment <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I am taking back what I said. I don't do any drugs, actually. Yeah, super alleged. Might be a cop or two in here, a big you guys wire. Stay in trying here. to snitch on yourselves, eh? Nah, 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 nah. nah. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to episode 29, Van Neuve, of the Talk <laughs> to the Game podcast for all in Montreal and France listeners. Uh, <laughs> talking right now, it's a big dog, big bear. Bigs and to my left or right, we have you know what they call a large gay man, uh, a bear. All right, but I'm also a Chicago Bear fan, so that's why I'm a big bear because I'm a big Chicago Bear. You fan. like bears from Chicago? No, just, I like football <laughs> from Chicago. Oh, okay, we're trying it already. Minute to the body, <laughs> all right. So, to my right or left, we have. Whoever wants to introduce us, oh, I thought you well, you should probably pick <laughs> one side, you, yeah, right or left. All right, bro, go clockwise, go clockwise. I don't know. I don't. I can't talk time. It's fake <laughs> anyway. So it's me. I'm back. It's Bunu. It's a boiler, Sean. <laughs> Shout out to belated birthday boy. We love you, Cody. Yes, sir. Oh, thanks. Love you too, bro. Happy birthday. Hello, everyone. Isaiah here. Hey, it's Harms. It's your boy Rob Mack. Uh, you know the fucking EP just dropped, baby. We one in this bitch. The one uh, and only. Yeah, we're here to fucking podcast today. You know what time it is. I bet the money make it easier, don't it? Huh. You heard what he said. <laughs> All right, where are we starting? All right, yo. I think the weekend killed that performance. Someone tell me Absolutely. I'm lying. Absolutely. I think Tom Brady killed that performance. Woo! Absolutely. For sure. It was it was a great day overall for Tom Brady fans and weekend fans. Did y'all make money? I, do uh, I don't gamble, yeah. Really? No. Didn't gamble, wow. yeah. Yeah, we don't, I don't think this is a gamble. I mean, like, even, yeah, even, <laughs> even if, like... 
you know, I was a gambling man. That's that's a hard one to place a bet on. I would have bet on the KC. You know, I would have bet on money. Eli still. I never. I probably would just bet props. To be honest, I probably even bet the score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I wasn't exactly expecting the turnout. I thought it was gonna be a little closer. I so thought y'all do bet. You know, just you just didn't bet on that. No, no, I don't bet. Yeah, I don't gamble either. I don't bet. Because I don't know anything about anything. Like they bet that through the stock gambling. market. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, Stonks. I just Stonks. started that. Stonks I don't know if that's kind of like gambling. For sure, it's exactly it's literally gambling. So then, technically, if it's literally gambling, I should have a beer in my hand right now because there's been men. <laughs> I mean, isn't this the argument we've been making? No, like, stocks. Literally, yeah. literally every pod for like the past three weeks, four. It weeks. depends on how you play the stocks, though. Why? Because if you do your due diligence and you want to own a no, part of you a have company, no say in what's going to happen. Absolutely no say. In, you could say the same. No, you do. You could say the same if for you have poker. Enough, you have no say. If you have enough, you could say the same enough. for poker. Punters a stock man. I watch it. Watch it. Poker's Listen, gambling. If you if you have enough capital to purchase enough stock, you are now a key shareholder and you are able to make decisions too. I mean, I, I, at that point, if you have enough, you could also sway games and bribe yeah, referees. That's true. Which has also happened. So, again, same thing. Mm. Oh, mm. is that true? Mm. The Mads fixed the like... World Series. For, oh, yeah. that. that was sick. Yeah. Streaked? It's sick for getting away or with he that. He won like three hundred seventy-four thousand, or he got three hundred seventy-four thousand dollars because he bet that there would be a streaker. Oh, 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 yeah. I don't think that, that was real. real. I don't think yeah. that was real, though. But, oh, if but, that yeah. was the case, I if a man, I told a man put a million on that. I'm streaking. I mean, it's not as easy as, as that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> to get onto the field to streak? Oh, bro. If, I, if my dog put a million was, on it, it was, I'm busting through It was easier, one. though, because there wasn't as okay. many people that, like, it's For COVID, sure. you know? You said that so there wasn't like, as many people. pulled, like, a diversion. So they had an elaborate scheme. Yeah. For Inside sure. men. If a man yeah. bet on that, for sure. It's just like if I was in charge of like the Gatorade color, and you know how Matt can bet on the Gatorade mm-hmm. color? But if he only made 374000 I'd imagine there was some hefty odds. So like he must not have bet that much relatively. It was like $50,000. Mm. But any way for know. me to fix a bet, I'm there. Because if I, if I know that I'm going to be the one that's streaking, I'm betting, fuck, I'm betting everything. Your whole life. And if he only has 50000 to bet, I mean, it's not that much. I mean, that's quite a bit, actually, so. 50 racks? Yeah. 50 racks Because what happens if I get held up? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Damn. yeah, I guess maybe somebody else would have streaked if it wasn't him. Yeah, you hope you hope you have fifty G's on the line. But uh, overall, back to the the the, the topic, I, I think that the weekend killed that performance. I was singing along the whole time. I liked how he started with the throwbacks. Um, overall, I give it a I shit, I get it a ten out of ten, man. Ten I loved out of ten, it. It was fun. up there with all the greats. Yeah, it was one of the great ones still. Yeah, he's certified, certified, yeah. certified. I think it was better than last year's performance. Who was that? I don't even Shakira remember. Shakira and J-Lo. Shakira, J-Lo, J-Lo and they brought out... I think, I'm pretty sure they brought out... They brought out uh, J Balvin, I think. Oh, word. Was yeah, it J Balvin? Yeah. I think, one so. of our, I I think it was J Balvin, yeah. Yeah. And I think the year prior, I think it was Travis Scott and Maroon 5, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Travis Scott, everyone was hype. And he came, and he came on and like did like seconds. half of sickle mode. Pretty much. But Damn. got a big bag for it and did but, not spend seven million dollars yeah. alone. But so. the thing I like about the weekend performance yeah, is that they utilize like so much of the stadium and the whole field. So yeah, like, for sure. Mm-hmm. But that that's what I feel like gave that, That's what gave me a feeling that obviously no one ever fought before because I mm-hmm. was running through the stands. What do you guys think happened. the seven million dollars went into? Uh, a man on the no dunks talking about the fireworks. I don't know if you heard that. He's like, that all went to the fireworks. I'm like, come on, no, no, no. Come like, on, the fireworks, the structures itself had to be the structures. The choir was housed, and then apparently the violinists were fake. So 
Wait, so like, what is the yeah, budget? Yeah, they looked fake while it was like, Yeah, happened. I have no idea because I feel like seven million of his own money. Yo, I don't. I feel. Like, I don't feel like his set this year was any. It was like extremely more elaborate than yeah. the previous year. So I'm trying to figure out where the seven million went. Maybe yeah. could the, the whole stand set. Like, that's maybe what I'm that saying. I don't think it was that much more elaborate than last year's set. But they had to move stands. The stands like opened and they did all. But stuff. also, yeah. we had significantly less audience as well. So I feel like you have a little bit more room to work with. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I I I think it was cool though. I mean. I would like to see something like that again for sure. Yeah, for sure. I I, I like that. Enjoyed it. I that was it. it was fantastic. What do I you did. guys do? You guys know of any other artists that's kind of made themselves out to be exactly like Michael Jackson, like be a new Michael Jackson and like <laughs> that, guy, that one rapper, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> that guy on on Instagram that was doing trap Michael Jackson. No, not that guy. Yeah, but that guy's not natural. Like no. he's not. He wasn't like he's not certified like that. Like I, I don't I, feel, I, I like the I think I like the comparison like for singing but like in terms of being a performer I don't think the weekend's nearly on Michael Jackson's no, level nearly, not, not close. close XO Men's can't perform like that That's yeah bro it's not it's not even close they're, they make great music but they're not performers like that yeah like, they're really mad they're like mad stiff like and for a man like the, the uh, song that, I don't think all of them pause are. by the way but, <laughs> <laughs> not but like when I think of the heavy hitters and XO I'm thinking the weekend I'm thinking Nav. And I'm thinking division, no? Division, division, OVO. Okay, well, yeah. So uh, was Belly, he's a pretty active performer. No, Major Jordan is also OVO. Have you guys seen Michael Jackson's Super Bowl performance? Nah, no. I think it was 1993, so you know, almost crazy, 20 years no? ago, or huh? Yeah, it, was it went crazy. Or yeah, almost over, t- almost 30 years ago, and yeah, it was nuts. And um, yeah. the point that I'm making was that it was 30 years ago, and it was such an electric performance mm. in terms of just like. You know the way that Michael Jackson moved on the stage and has his stage presence and dominance, and like the weekend vocally is incredible. Like for his sure, sure. his his lung capacity pause and like his just ability to to balance breathing, and to to hold his notes and to do all the things that he does vocally is incredible. And I would definitely draw comparisons between him and Michael Jackson in that way. But just in terms of like stage presence and for being sure. a dancer and just being like the triple threat as they call it, like yeah. I don't I don't I think I that's could what sets a lot it. of yeah. artists apart though, like their performance. Like yeah, like people would say that Beyonce is not the number one vocalist out there, but when it comes to performing, like she's untouchable. And that's what puts her in that like stratosphere that no one ever reached. And then that's where I think a lot of people draw the comparison between like, somebody like Chris Brown and Michael Jackson. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Because so. he got yeah. both triple yeah. threat. Yeah. Right. But I think just because like Chris Brown is just more naturally gifted as Right, exactly. For sure, for sure. Because I but I feel like I I won't say more people compared the weekend and, and Michael Jackson and Chris Brown and Michael Jackson. I think the comparison for the weekend is definitely because he did the Dirty Diana cover exactly, and yeah. vocally they they kind of like resemble more mm. in that way. But like I think uh I think recently, especially, like, more people have been giving that comparison t- more towards uh, the weekend than Chris Brown. Even though I think Chris Brown kind of fits the billing a little I bit more. I remember when Chris, uh, when MJ died and um, Breezy did the performance. I think it was a BT Awards. Yeah, I think the it was it? At the BT yeah, Awards. yeah, and like yeah. that was that was a comparison at the time. So I feel like it might just always shift. And then he kind of just fell off because of yeah. all the shit that he got involved with. Yeah. Obviously, he's a gangbanger now, though. Hey, so. man, yeah. But yeah. in terms of the actual game itself, I just want to say rest in peace one time to. The O line of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh Holy shit! I would like to give an honorable mention to Patrick Mahomes' legs and arms and body oh, paws. That boy ran a marathon. He that ran four hundred and seventy-two yards in the pocket. Jesus Christ! Escaping a pass rush, he was pass rushed over thirty times. He was pressured. Sorry, he was pressured over thirty times. With a bad toe, by the way, that needs surgery. Yeah, and I, don't, I didn't see the picture of the bone, but apparently it's like just turf toe. So I, I don't even really know what turf toe is, but I think it's when like a bone's like sticking up in your big toe. I have no idea. Yeah, so. That guy was out there, like, laying his life on the line. Just the one see. image or clip from the game that, like, really resonates with me the most is, I think it was, like, a third and long with Pat Mahomes. 
and he's getting pressured in the backfield, and his body is parallel with the ground. Yeah. Like, his body is parallel with the ground. His knee might be, like, two inches off of the ground, and you see him right before he's about to release this pass, sidearm this pass. He throws his fucking dart 30 yards down the field as he's, like, parallel with the ground, and it hits the receiver in the face mask. It's how accurate this shit was. Literally, they have they had some of the Bucks receivers mic'd up, and they're like, oh, my God, how did he make yeah. that throw? And it's like, just hit him in the face. It's Bro, in the face. yeah, it's like, like he on. hit quite a few receivers in the face. Like the even that one time that he got like spun around and threw the ball like a perfect yeah. like fade oh route into God. the corner of the end zone. Yeah. The man missed it. I'm like, bro, you can't. At that point, I'm like, there's nothing more you can do. Travis yeah. Kelsey dropping passes like, and that's and that's so rare for yeah, Travis. That's why yeah. it sucked. Yeah. All, it all happened. It the really, time. it really looked like only one team came to play. For sure, yeah. Yeah. it really looked like that. Well, Those, that's what they always say about Super Bowls as well. Is that like you know when you have. A halftime show that lasts about a half hour and then there's yeah, all this nervous yeah. energy going into the game in the first place and you know it's winner go home and you know there's just you know millions of people around the world watching you you know for a guy yeah. like tom brady when it's his 10th time there <laughs> he probably chilling. has his team prepared and he knows like yeah. listen like this is gonna happen at this time you're gonna feel like this but like you know this yeah. is how you manage especially it, whatever. if you're going into the half and you're down like and fam, I had yeah. so much hope. I'm you're like, down and you're against Tom Brady. And like, granted, I mean that was the position they were in last year as well in in their first bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Down, it's, it's different when you're going up against fucking Jimmy Garoppolo than Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom fucking sure. Brady. For sure, because you know that it's gonna be a close game regardless. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for Gronk. I'm happy for AB. Like AB was team hopping. Gronk was retired and literally came out of retirement just to play with Tom. And this guy has another Super Bowl. It's unbelievable, man. Like it's crazy what you can do with weapons. It's crazy. Tom Brady has more Super Bowl wins than any other NFL franchise. Yeah, man, that's crazy. But at the same time, I kind of don't like that stat only because he won six with the Pats, and it's like. But he has seven rings. Yeah, I, I know, but like, if I just don't like it because you can just like. It's t- but the point is, the, that I, it speaks I, I, to I my it. point that I was I speaking it. about this entire time, which is that Tom Brady is the common denominator. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the point. Tom Brady leaves, and he's still able to win in another conference. He goes up against, you know, arguably three of the top ten quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, to get that to the seventh ring in his tenth appearance. Yeah. With a whole new team in their first year. Yeah. He's the common denominator. So, yeah, the stat maybe traditionally if it was like some journeyman, like a Robert Ory, for example, where yeah. Robert Ory has, you know, eight rings, then, yeah, then I don't like that stat. But when it's Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's clearly the consistent one here, the, the common denominator here, the through line through all of these championship rings, like, it's unbelievable. And football, bro, like, the fucking NFL, <laughs> P- man. Pete Carroll has one of those. <laughs> Pete Carroll has one of them rings right there. That guy's a goof. I never got that guy lived that down. What do you guys think of the people saying that, because uh, there was quite a few tweets after, saying that, oh, uh, Tom Brady, he had to go and get Gronk, and he had to get A.B. Uh, no, and... A.B. was not even on an NFL roster. Bro, anybody could have had A.B. Retired. Gronk retired. They're out of the don't, league. Don't do that. Leonard Fournette was a free agent, dropped from the Jets. He, he was a fourth. He was a fourth. He was a fourth overall pick, like three years ago. He could have been picked up by anyone in the league. So they suck. This is my bad. You suck. Like they tried. That's the thing, man. Like, like I, he sucks. That's that. I, I think that's ultimately when we think back and we look at Tom Brady's career, what we're gonna figure out is that he just the leadership is just the leadership that he has and the ability to just. I mean, this is a whole fifty-something man roster, right? Like the the ability to just get everybody to fall in line, I think, is just. On all these different rosters, through all these different years, this was what his twentieth season or his twenty first season? Is it Eli? Uh, I think this is twenty. He won his first in what? Oh two. Oh three. I want to say. Oh three. I I could be wrong. So it's around his twentieth season, right? Mm. And through all these different rosters, he just ha- had the ability to get people to buy in and to fall in line, and you know, get pieces that either weren't in the league or are on the way out of the league 
to fall in line and to trust him and believe in him. And ultimately, he yeah. he, deli- what, he delivered them. What a coach said it was like they knew they're a good team, but they didn't have like the thought that they could win. And when Tom got there, like we had the thought that we could win. And yeah, the rest is history, man. That guy, that guy TB came through and did his thing. So yeah, I'm not hearing it because there's so many different rosters that have, that are so talented. Even if you're looking across the field. That has, you know, Travis Kelsey, that has uh, Tariq Hill, that has Sammy Watkins, that has Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like, that has the most talented quarterback that I think is Patrick Mahomes. You look across, like, to me, Tom Brady's 43 years old. Like, I'm not, there's no... He should not be doing this if, People are complaining about the rest, people complain about this and that, but, all t- like, you're facing a 43-year-old man. Like, <laughs> in, a, in a contact sport. In football, that's like, in, like, real-life comparison, that's like, 43 in football years is like... Like fifty five, like sixty in real life years. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, these guys are making all these excuses, but you like, got your Brett, ass. Brett Favre at forty one, forty two was like a snail. Yeah. Eli Manning at like thirty eight. So there's been the <laughs> argument now that Tom Brady is the best athlete ever. No, I don't think he's the best. I don't know about the best ever. athlete ever, but best football. And people are saying Serena sure. Williams is the best athlete ever. You believe that? No, I'm saying that's what people. You are don't saying. believe that? You said that pretty quick over there, brother. No, I'm just no, I'm asking if that's what he said. Huh. If Serena Williams is the best athlete? No, because there was people I believe Serena Williams said, a, a, she's a beast, fam. I I'd have her up there as one of the best athletes of all times for sure. I don't know enough about tennis or her career sure. to be honest. She's like she's undisputedly like the 43 best. world titles or something. She's un- yeah, undisputedly. Yeah, but how how many world titles do you get like a year? I don't know. See what I mean? Like I don't know. Like I have no like how long is it? Like I don't know. Like it, with she, football, like you only have one Super Bowl every year. But she, she and then there's a salary cap. You have to rely on teammates, me, and it's different. She reminds me like the longevity that she's playing with reminds me of uh, the people we talk about. When we talk about like Braun, or we talk about Brady. Brady, like her long. She's been playing since like like seventeen. Well, how old is she? She's been. Yeah. I'll double check right now, but she's been. I think she's been playing for at least like. Yeah, I'm like thirty four. Do people typically like age gracefully in tennis? Is that like a f- sport that's friendlier to older people as well? No, I don't. Uh, I don't say they so. get a lot of shoulder injuries. Like, isn't yeah. this the same case? Like, how old is Serena Williams? 39, fam. 39. So how old is, um, who, who are the, what's Federer or whatever, Federer? or Nadal? Yeah, Nadal. How, how old are these guys? Probably roughly the same age. You see, like, I, I feel would, like. I would compare it a little bit It's not uncommon. Like, with football, like, Tom Brady is clearly an outlier. But at yeah. her, at the, at the level, she's not playing as good right now. But I'm saying when she was, maybe, like, even a couple years ago, when she's still winning Grand Slams, like, at her age. But I'm saying Tom Brady is, like. 40 as a football, as a like the closest thing to Tom Brady in terms of age and in terms of success is probably Drew Brees. And Drew Brees doesn't looks like a shell of himself, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like when, when you compare it relatively to your peers or the, the highest people of that, of that stature in that respective sport, I feel like Tom Brady is such an outlier more so than anybody else in any other sport. So maybe, maybe like obviously, he's not the most, he's not the best athlete of all time. Like, you can think of like yeah, some 12th sure. man off of an NBA roster that's a better raw athlete than Tom Brady. But I'm just talking about in terms of dominance in their own sport or however you can display that, uh, that, that gift that you have in your sport. I think there's definitely people that you can put up against Tom Brady, but me, I would probably say that he is because, man, he's 40. Like, it, in football, you're not supposed to go to the Super Bowl 10 times in your career. Yeah. Like, you're really not supposed to do that. There's all these different factors, there's so many factors that work against you. That I mean, if we yeah, had that like, boy different. That's it's all, just that's all it is. That boy different. Yeah. But to say like he's like the best athlete. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's like, yeah. I don't think he's. Like, I wouldn't say the he's best. The best athlete, obviously, he's, he's not the best, best athlete, right? Like in terms of like but athleticism, NFL, he's untouchable. He's untouchable. But like, yeah, if we're like, talking about the best, best athlete, athlete, then Serena Williams is certainly not the best athlete. Like she's not a better athlete than the twelfth man on NBA roster. It's the same idea. 
depends how you look at it, but I see what you're saying. For sure she's not. What are we talking about if we're saying athlete? If Tom Brady's not the best athlete, then how is Serena Williams? Like, then what are we I'm talking not, about? I, not, I'm not saying she's the best athlete, but I would say she's up there. Is a NASCAR driver. <laughs> oh, my God. Not this again. Because, hey, man, was it Josh, uh, Jeff Gordon or Josh Gordon? He's a sick guy. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. Sick guy. Shout, shout out Josh Gordon, though. <laughs> <laughs> shout out my boy Josh one time. Lewis Hamilton, F1. Oh, good old Lewis. See, yeah, I think F one. I mean, I'm Killer. okay. I'm not trying. I'm not trying nah, to get into this. Yeah, but I think F one drivers are more athletic than NASCAR. <laughs> you gotta have because that's, that's without a doubt. Yeah. You have to have this conversation at least every four pods. It's NASCAR driving. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave that there. Yo, they lose F one drivers lose like five pounds in a fucking race. Yeah, I can lose five pounds walking through the desert. It's all good. Just because of the amount of fucking forces your bodies go through. Your body yeah. goes through so it's many different forces. Right. It's a lot of water weight. Drain their neck and so all you that. sweat or something? Yeah, you're yeah. fucked. It's a lot of water weight. You're dying in there. Wait, well, I don't so even know what that is. F1? No. It's like Formula, <laughs> Formula One driving. It's fucking you know really, those, really those high. You those pointy cars? It's like NASCAR I'm racing so confused. just fast. <laughs> it's the, the, the amount of G-forces that you're taking per turn, the kind of dexterity you need to have, what your body's dealing with so and what your mind's dealing with. you're fucked when it's over. You're fucked when it's over. You're incredibly dehydrated. You yeah. lose five fucking pounds in a race. Of water. Five pounds. So I don't think that makes yeah. you a good athlete that you lose water weight, to be honest. We're not talking about being a fucking well, good athlete, like bro. We're talking about it being incredibly athletic. That's a goal. But then again, here we are. I'm back on this conversation. So who would you say is like your top five list of athletes? I don't know. I make one. It's too relative. So I'm not like... Again, like you can look at, you know, like the NFL draft combine, for example, if you just want to look at like just pure athleticism, yeah. running a 40, jumping as high as you can, benching, whatever, being as strong as you possibly can. I'm just talking about like accomplishment relative mm. to your sport What's and relative the to your peers. Of an athlete? Oh, that's what I mean. There's so many different so definitions deep, that you like, can take. I think it'd be an argument for so many and people. And that's and we've had this Google debate before. It. That's why some people I'm say saying, that Michael Michael Phelps is the greatest athlete of all time. And it's like no. Like so some people say Usain Bolt is the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah. Some people say Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan. Like there's just so many. Lists it's just, of people. There's so many different ways you so can many, look at it. Yeah, it's like that's why I'm saying relative to your peers and then relative to your like sport or like your, that's why like in that way I think it's the most fairly comparable. If in you that take way. like the best people from like the biggest like whatever four or five sports and then put them all against each other. I think that'd probably be the best way to tell, but even that's gonna be hard. Cause so we're just saying based on college, we have to create like, a new sport that no one's good at yet. Get all of the best athletes, <laughs> and then that's but it would how have we to select out for like specific like things as well, which we would think of as as athletic to make the playing fields even. Yeah, and the thing with yeah, sports yeah, yeah. is that the playing fields are never. No, they even. have to do a, what's it? What's the one where you do ten events? Dec- decathlon. Those guys. No, it's, yeah, but I, still I you're gonna be better decathlon. at one event than the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so do ten. Decathlon. Yeah, deca. That's ten, right? So decathlon, yeah, but right? decathlon. Um, That's what Bruce Jenner did, right? Or like oh. an ultra. I don't know. Marathon. Don't dead name either. Or the try. What's the? Yeah, that's true. The, I mean, technically, Bruce Jenner did do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, nice try. I give you cats a lot. It's like something man. It's like the. Can't Iron it's Man? Like you, yeah, the Iron Man. Mm. Don't you like yeah, those guys are it? chopped. Like you're yeah. swimming, you're riding a bike, yeah, you're like shooting, skeet stuff. shooting, you're doing bow and arrows, you're like doing physical tactics. Those guys are chopped. Yeah. Quick question. Would you guys ever do the polar dip? Uh, I'd do it. I'd what's probably a, do it. What's a polar dip? I think it's so a, a bunch of people that go down yeah. to Lake Ontario in the middle of the winter and they strip down oh, to, and they run into the no, lake. I'm not and then they run right back out. Yeah. I, I mean, I, isn't it like for it's for a good cause, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think it's like the ALS bucket challenge type of thing. Yeah. Okay, so I want to say maybe next year for the pod. Mm-hmm. You should pull the dip you all together. Nominate yourself. Altogether. I wouldn't go to Lake Ontario in the middle of the fucking summer. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. Sure we could do yeah. it somewhere else. 
I was. Uh, no, I'm good. Let's let's do it in the Caribbean. Bro, you guys... I'll just donate. I don't have to do the task. Yeah. I, yeah, suck true. dick to save the world. You wouldn't do that for charity. Like, <laughs> this guy is so Yeah, this guy. This guy. This guy. What a This guy is. I love it because she's like, this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Like. Nah, but... Nah. I, I, I would do a polar dip still. I was walking by some cold water today. I'm so like, you'd suck dick to save the world then, too? Uh... At this moment, at this moment, I would have to just stay on topic with the topics that we picked up this episode, <laughs> and I would not want to derail this into a forty-minute conversation about whether I. Why not? It's a great conversation. We're here for conversations. I'm, I'm conversations the, over topics. I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not the director of conversation. So I yeah. So let me that. direct the conversation. <laughs> As the director of conversation, let me at direct the conversation. Moment, would you what, suck dick to save the world? Would you suck dick to save your parents first? Would I suck dick to save my parents? Unfortunately, I cannot answer that question at the moment. <laughs> I have to get back to you after I think about the pros and cons of the choice. Your parents' lives are at stake. Pneumonia and hypothermia, exactly. but you wouldn't. No, I'm just running the water. Save and come your back parents. Out. I'm not gonna get pneumonia from running the water for fast and come uh, back Okay, Doctor Eli. It's in here. It's in here. Hold on. So wait. Here we go. Address all your questions now. My my PR guy will handle it. Don't worry. You said you want to look at the pros and cons first. The cons are your parents are dead. The pros that your parents alive. So how does that work? Those are one. That's one pro and one con. Can you please give me another pro? There could be a con. Can you please give me another pro? Yeah, but my thing is, that's what I said. If you give me a couple business days, I can come back to you with a better answer. So so by next pod, you'll have an answer? Yes. Probably give me four or five pods because I'm a really busy guy. This guy said four or five. I'm a really busy guy nowadays, so I won't be able to get to you right away. I want to give you guys a better answer. We asked you this question years ago. And I haven't been able to think about it. I haven't put any real thought into it, so I don't want to give you guys a half-ass answer. I want to give you guys the best. No, no, no. I just want want your initial immediate answer. You don't have to be married to it, but I want your initial immediate answer. Would you suck dick to Save your parents' lives. You know what? We'll check up on you every pod for the next four pods. I, I think that's really unnecessary. I just think that what I suck dick <laughs> to like save my parents' lives. You know, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Cool. Yes, I would. All right, cool. <laughs> so, but you wouldn't wow. suck dick to save the world. Yes, I would. <laughs> Them fingers was up and crossed. Look, look, look. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> And we have lost Eli. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, That's man. crazy slow, but you know. Hey, man. I, some people are different. It is what it is. It is <laughs> what it is. It is what it is. If the fate of the world's in my hands, it's already in a bad place, so. <laughs> All I have to say is if it's relying on me. Never gets there. Never gets there. Let's pray never gets there. I was, not, I was not chosen to be your Iron Man's, your, your Superman's. I'm no? not the man to save the world, no. I'll save a one-two person. But I'm not saving the world, nah. Damn. But when the third person comes along, you're like, nah. Yeah, because I can only I met my quota. <laughs> I suck dick for these two, but the yeah, third yeah, guy, nah, it's yeah, over. Really suck. I would, I would, I would, uh, I would take a bullet in the head, though. That's an easy one. I die for. I take a bullet in my head. Uh, you would you take a bullet just... over sucking dick? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You take a bullet in the head to save the world? Yeah, for sure. No, no, no. Tell my parents. Tell my parents. He would. I would take a bullet over sucking dick depending on the location. Like okay, if I get shot in my foot like Meg, <laughs> I thought he said that about oh, you get blown in the head. No, I'm saying depending on the if it's oh. in the head, I'm dead. No. <laughs> oh, that's not what he said. Yeah. I just said depending no, on the location. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant like where? Got eyes, he's turning when up. When you said location, I thought you meant like where in the world you get shot. <laughs> like, like, oh my god. That's what I thought. You did deserve. It's like if I get shot. If you get shot in Miami, I mean that's a lot better than getting shot in London. Yeah, I guess there are places I'd rather die in the world than. Where'd you rather die? I'd rather die in my bed. So where's that? Mississauga? Mississauga, yeah. Oh, I'm just making sure. You can't have more than one bed. So you want to die Where's your bed, Eli? 
I don't, I don't I, have a I would prefer to. <laughs> my ideal death that's, is that's my ideal death is by a heart attack while I'm in the pussy. Uh, that actually happened to a guy who was cheating on his wife. That's a thousand ways to die. Well, that has nothing to do with me. This guy was cheating I'm dead, on his wife. I'm gone. He had a heart attack on a business trip. Wasn't it an African guy? God is beautiful. Like, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. It was like some voodoo thing apparently. Uh, <laughs> I think I've heard that story. Yeah, I, I just uh, imagine myself like 86 years old on like a whole box of Viagra. My heart rate is just through the fucking moon. This guy killed himself. Pop too many blue pills. Pop a nut. Yeah. Nah, I want to die. If I have to die, I don't want to die. But my ideal way to go, simple, easy carbon monoxide. Call it a day. What? You want to suffocate? Nah, fam. I want to No, that's, that's, that's an easy silent death. You get no- I swear you get knocked night. out and yeah, you get knocked out. You're unconscious. You die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the easy way. Okay. Like, if, if the cops caught up to me and, like, I had to go out, I'm like, yo, everyone leave the crib. I'm, I'm trying to die, Jeez, like, <laughs> in a way that, like, no one has to deal with my body after, you know? Oh, so an alligator so, like, attack. Like a burnt alive. Yeah. <laughs> like an alligator. This guy deal trying to die lit. He wants to be a cold case. No, outer space. Outer space. Yo, outer dying space. outer space is uh, the most ideal. That, that is the, That is my dream death. Okay, because think about what? how many people that you know or you would ever know that died out of space. You'd be remembered forever. You'd be the person, and your body would just be frozen in. No, they would come get you. No, they would not. No, why would they? Come why get would you? they do that? Are you gonna be in space by yourself? Yes, you're gonna be floating oh, away. Bro. Eventually, you'll... no. I meant like, are you gonna be in space by eventually yourself? Eventually, get hit by an by asteroid yourself. and obliterated, you know I mean? or you'll float into a sun or something. Eventually, the reason why I asked oxygen. them, like, how did you get to space? That's yeah, you would run out of oxygen. Your body would freeze and preserve in space no, until well, it ran into. What well, Eli's saying is like, people is he just going up there to That's die, or is he there like on a mission and then he dies? Yeah, maybe that would mean that he would have to be an astronaut. That's what I'm saying. Someone, someone will come get you. No, they're not gonna. Why would they waste, so waste their resources? Yeah, they no, like, good. Your helmet, your helmet cracks. You lose your oxygen, but you're still in your little cord. It's gonna pull you in the time. By the time <laughs> they pull you in your cage. Yeah, so why would they I'm cutting the cord. If that's the case. What do you mean? I'm cutting the cord. Like I don't want cable no more. I'm cutting the cord. I'm floating away, bro. Way too comfortable with ending it like that. If there's anywhere I would, <laughs> why would I want to end it on boring ass <laughs> Earth? Why do I want to end it on boring ass Earth when I could be amongst the cosmos and the stars? I'm sick. You look up and you might see me. Have you That's seen way Love sick. Absolutely. Yes. Love to you. Yeah. Yeah. The episode in space. The, That's a crazy. Where the episode. astronauts in space? And, that one, and Sheila cuts the, her arm off and. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds crazy. It's good. Have you guys seen that? Spoiler Love alert. Seen what? Love Death Robots. Love Death Robots. Yeah. I don't know why I said. Space. Actually, been off for a long time. It's okay. No spoiler alert. But it's like a whole bunch of different little skits. Mm. Yeah, it's skits. an anthology yeah. show yeah. with a bunch. It's a cartoon anthology show where they have like a bunch of different types of animation styles. It's so um, dope. And then every single episode is a, diff- a completely different storyline um, that has like a lot. They're all sci-fi type episodes type of thing, and they're all animated in a completely different way with a completely different cast, and it's amazing. They range from like thirteen minutes to like thirty minutes each episode. I like me a short show. Yeah, I've only watched like I think the first two episodes. It's really good. Get high, watch it. I watched it on shrooms. It was lit. Yeah. That sounds very good. Do you watch the one where uh, there was a civilization in the freezer? Yeah. I love that episode. So yeah, it was basically was they opened the freezer. And they watch it going through. Yeah, and it, there's like a miniature civilization in this freezer. They had just bought this house. They opened the freezer that was already there from the previous tenants or whatever. <laughs> they opened the freezer and there's this miniature civilization and you watch it at basically itself from like Stone Age up until the future, up until they bomb themselves back into the Stone Age and then, yeah. But it shows the wow. whole progression of it and it's really interesting. It's, it's so really cool. Dope. Huh. Maybe I have a new show to watch. You know the one where they're like in the Grand Canyon and they get stuck there and then like the... Oh, I'm trying to go to the Grand Canyon. Like the stars come alive and it's like the seascape and then the shark comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was beautiful. I'm too. actually trying to go to Arizona. Huh. I know a guy. Yeah, like I was actually thinking the other day. I'm like, I so want to go so buy a good. big old house in Arizona and just live out in the desert, bro. That just seems really fun to me. Yeah. Well, I mean... 
It seems fun to you then. Go off, yeah, go for I mean, it. Yeah, why not, man? The desert seems too haunted. Yeah, you can get the uh, the desert seems haunted. Yeah, can carry. I feel like the city is way more haunted than yeah, the desert. It's way more what? haunted. I feel like the, the city is way any city like a major city is way more haunted than the desert. For sure, it feel that way. It feels more lively. Are you by yourself in the desert? Well, yeah. No, I'm on my Regardless, dogs. it's like just imagine masses of like friggin' nothingness. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I didn't mean like. <laughs> you meant like, like like Nevada or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't mean like. I'm thinking like. I'm not talking about like the Sahara. Yeah. I didn't mean like in the middle of it. Just mean like in the middle, just standing on sand and shit. No, no, no. I need water. I need people. Exactly. There's life in that. Yeah, there's just life in the desert. I go through moods. That's why I need many houses. For sure. I like that. Just now. You know, sometimes I feel like being in the city. Sometimes I'm like, wow, this is way too many fucking people. <laughs> Yo, as long as I'm at peace and I got my... As long as I have access to mushrooms all the time, then I'm lit. I think so I'd amazing. like to go like Let's go that. Live in Ireland. Die on like some shrooms. Oh, like, Ooh, that would be lit. That yeah. would be a lit way to pass right. on shrooms. I'm trying to get shot into space and then like try on here. Shrooms? Try on shrooms and then try heroin right before I die because I'm not Yo, gonna do heroin great. while I'm alive. But how do you know nah, when you're gonna die? Gonna yeah, what, you, but what, if heroin heroin right what if you do the heroin but you're in space but you survive? I know, right? And now you're just floating <laughs> on Now I got the fucking <laughs> food, the bro. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's no, out there like, the do, you think, do you think based on your experience of heroin, you'd like be addicted and you'll do it? Officer, what fucking experience I hear? I got no goddamn experience of heroin. <laughs> officer, officer, chill. No, based on your experience. No, I'm saying based on that experience and like you survive after doing it. Do you yeah, think that like you'd be addicted to it after? I like, feel like if you do heroin once, you're addicted, right? Nah, no, no, I don't, know. I don't think so. I mean, like the withdrawal effects are so fucking crazy, and supposedly it feels so good. You're willing to give up the whole, I think your whole it just life. Depends on yeah, your, I think it depends on the, on the person. person. Yeah. If it was me, I'd be gone. Like, like, Same I'd be in that. Yeah, shooting up needles everywhere, going crazy, <laughs> for sure. No, I think that would be the scariest thing. Like trying to kill yourself and you survive. Like jumping off like a building and you survive. Oh my god! Nah. That's just oh, no. Yo, I think I would feel invincible is, though. Bro. <laughs> I was having this conversation with a friend, so and we were talking about like somebody getting hit by lightning. You just wouldn't be able to feel their body. That's yeah, what no, but like, yo, if I survived, you know, getting hit by lightning or like jumping off of a building, like, bro, if that doesn't kill me. Then what's gonna kill me? Yeah, nah, but like, what's your like after? What's your condition yeah. like? What's if your recovery you're like? Wild, depressed you're already, bro, and you jump off a building. But then I wouldn't even know I was alive. Okay, yeah. If you jump off a building and say you just get paralyzed or something, and you're super depressed, I'm playing lottery after. After that, you're gonna be like, "Holy fuck, I'm not good at anything." I can't, I can't even go. <laughs> That's one side of the coin, or the other side of the coin is that, yeah, I'm about to go play these fucking numbers because I'm loaded. I got a second chance at life. This yeah. is my time to be back. You jumped off of a fucking even building, though, bro. I, I feel like, like that's an even faster way to spiral into a deeper that's depression. True. There's two sides to every coin. Yeah, there's two sides to every coin. I guess it's all about a mindset. So you're saying you'd be optimistic I think I would like to think so. Yeah. If your mindset, if your mindset is already, yo, I'm gonna jump off. This fucking building. I I highly doubt it's not impossible. <laughs> I highly doubt you're coming back and saying, "Man, I'm up now. I'm fucking lit." Like I mean, I oftentimes like a there's, there's a lot of accounts with people that end up like try, attempting to take their own lives, and they oftentimes like if it doesn't work, they're like often grateful for that opportunity. Yeah, so again, like, it's two yeah, sides of the coin. But I think that's minor compared to jumping. They probably like slit their wrist or they try to like do certain like jumping off a yeah. Yo, an attempt at your life is an attempt at your life, bro. No, but what I'm saying is like easier to recover from. Like you just get. No, I understand that. I understand. Yeah, for sure. But I'm saying that like, I'm talking about the mindset that you have after after having something like that 
be botched. I agree so with saying, you. You're so saying, with you. So you're saying great opportunity. Like, and especially because like because that, that particular thing is so grand because I'm t- t- doing such a large thing and like the likelihood that I'll survive is so low. I feel like for me or for a lot of people that like have that, that ha- would have that mindset, like they would come out of the other side and be like, yo, fuck, like I I must be lit. Nah, for Yo, me really personally, tough. I would be fucking cheesed. <laughs> I'll be cheesed. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. If I wake up in the hospital and you can't even feel your arms and your legs in your back, I would be oh, cheesed. Cause I'm like, bro, like this shit was not lit already. And then you probably and be on now, a suicide watch. Yeah, and, and now I'm here yeah, again and it's and you're strapped up to the mega hospital not bed. lit. <laughs> like, I would be fucking angry, bro. Which would just, I mean, that's just me. I've actually personally. seen a, unfortunately. I think we learned that there's two sides to every coin. Yeah. 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 I've seen a video. There's a video. I don't remember where it was, but uh, oh. a man uh, jumped off a building. Oh, and his like, bones were like out of his... I didn't see his bones, but the way his body flopped in the ground, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is real, and I didn't like it. Yeah, guys. Y'all ever yeah. see Midsummer? Is that yeah. That's yeah. the... Yeah. That movie is phenomenal. I'll never watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no doubt. I haven't watched it. What's like, if you were like, give me a like quick how, uh, synopsis. They have to like it, sacrifice themselves. Yeah. Oh jump. my god. I can. How do I? Do, how can I forget it? It won't leave my mind. Basically, <laughs> okay, so it's about. I've driven by communes before. It's like, Basically, it's about a uh, a grieving and. Okay, so there's this couple, and they're not doing so well. The guy wants to leave the girl. The girl. Uh, doesn't seem to know that's the case right now. She's going through a lot in her personal life, like with her own family. There's a tragedy that ends up happening in her life. This guy and his friends decide they want to go on a trip to Sweden. Uh, their friends ended up inviting her to come onto the trip because, again, there's something that tragic that just happened in her life and they didn't want to leave for a loan type of thing. So they just ended up like kind of, hey, you might as well come with, with us type of thing. Uh, what a drag. Yeah. <laughs> so they bring her on this trip to Sweden and... They end up on this like remote location in Sweden or whatever. Well, one of the guys that they're with, like he's he's like, oh, like this is where I'm from, like this is his home, and oh, right, he right, says right. that yeah. it's a commune, like yeah, he doesn't yeah. lie about it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like this is how I used to live. So they basically go and they end up like trying to live like these people on the commune and no Wi-Fi, yeah, no connection, no connection to anything, and they're just trying to live like how these people live type on of thing. Shrooms. And they take mad drugs and they get into a bunch of shit, and then it turns into like a horror thriller type culty, of movie, yeah, very culty. culty. It but is yeah, such a fucking that. unsettling so movie because yeah. the whole shit is shot in broad goddamn daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you, I rate that. It's yeah, fucked. it's fucking, it's so good. But so again, good. I'll never watch again. I might have to watch that. But very watch when I go home. I did shrooms no. once, and that's, that's what it felt like, like being outside like that during the day. Should I watch it on shrooms? That sounds sick. Ooh. Maybe that. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know. I wouldn't say so, bro. That movie is there's a lot, bro. That's this guy's a psychopath. He'd enjoy it. God, he would be like, I want to watch it again. That sounds fun, still. Speaking of good movies, <laughs> you guys watch Malcolm and Marie? I have. Yeah, yeah. it was super lit. Huh. Well, Very it was triggering, well but it was an interesting watch. It was entertaining. I, I, I'm i going to let you guys give a great review of the movie before. Wait, I, did everybody here watch? I, I have not it. seen I it. I never watched it. I haven't seen okay. it. Do you guys plan on watching? Uh, yeah, but no. Oh, shoot. You don't care Spoiler about alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're honest, I pretty much know what it's about. I feel so. like every woman in the world has watched this movie already, so... Yeah. Yeah, Zendaya is in it. Fucking beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I watched it purely because of that. I was like, I need to see her. You said she's double cheeked up? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said still. I mean, I feel like it was definitely an exaggeration a little bit. I mean, for some people, that's their reality, but. Unfortunately. Yo, I was watching them. I was so torn because at some time, at some point in the movie. Yeah, I was like, yo, this is really like aggressive Mm -hmm. and rude, but. (laughs) And rude. Because every other other word's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm like, yo, it was like the point seemed to be shifting. Like, first, like, she was like upset that, like, 
Oh, that, that's what was pissing she me off. She wasn't thanked. Oh, God. And then after, to a certain point, it was like, because what she wasn't giving credit, me? because she was the girl with the inspo, like, who, was, who she thought was the inspo, and then... So, quick question. When you say that, when after, when he cusses her off and says, well, you're not the only girl that inspired this part. Like, mm-hmm. I inspired this, so-and-so inspired this, so, mm-hmm. like... Relax, like you're not the only girl I know that done drugs, mm-hmm. and like so. Even like for me, I was like, I was with him. I was like, okay, no, you went too far. Then I was with him. I'm like, okay, bro, like relax, you gone too far. So I, I had like a flip. But some guys like they do that because they know that they can push those boundaries. And obviously, like if this, and that's is, what she said. That, yeah, this is how intense uh, their fight is. Like this is not their first time fighting like this. And that's why for me, I just wanted maybe. I don't know. I just want to know a little bit more about them. I guess you learn more but about them how as they, the movie like, goes ended on. The night, like you know what I mean? Like it's just like okay, like that. It's like last night didn't even happen. So you know what I was thinking about watching this movie? My my prevailing thought was, what would we feel as an audience if the roles were reversed in this film? (laughs) If she was, if this was the (laughs) biggest night of this this woman's life, and she just directed this film based on her muse, her lover, then it would be like, wait a minute, and made it about himself. Selfish, right? Yeah, this is that's what it's about. She's cheese because so okay, so he's a director. He's a director. He's a director. He writes a script with her. They write a script. He she's very involved in the process in terms of just being like a great person, like a great partner to him. She's revising the script. She's going over it. She's doing all these different things. So she's a recovering drug addict in the movie. Like the character is a recovering drug addict, an addict, whoa, addict. And oh my gosh, and. And um, so she has acting talent, but for whatever reason, he asked her to be in this film and be involved in it, and she didn't want to be involved in it. So anyway, mm. so the film comes out, and it's largely it's largely about her, or like she is an avatar for the character of the film. Mm-hmm. She like the film is about it's like a it's like a tragedy type of film about like a drug addict, a, a, a woman that was a drug addict type of thing. Dope head, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so the film comes out or whatever, and then he's at the premiere. They're at the premiere, and then he goes up to accept an award that he got or something like that, or just speak about the film. Yeah. And he's like doing his whole list of thank yous, and he's thanking all these different people. And for whatever reason, he didn't thank her. He didn't give her any congratulations or any thank you about the movie, even though she was with him, writing the script, conceptualizing it. It's it's largely based on her, etc. And she didn't. She he thanked this entire laundry list of people, left her out of it. That's kind of fucked up. So they get home, whatever, and the whole movie. They get home before you get there. He, all throughout the night, he was doing the typical man thing where it's like, she told him that everything was okay. He kept asking her, asking her, uh, asking her. And you know, you know, like, when something's not okay, you know. Even though yeah, you say it's okay, no. you know. But her reasoning was valid. She was saying she was For fine sure. with it until she got there and she saw the reception For of sure. it all. And yeah. And she's like, well, then I wasn't, when, at the moment, I was okay, but now I'm cheese, but go on. So but, yeah, anyway, oh, so basically, the, so it's basically just after that happens... The conversation starts out relatively minor and then turns into this whole explosive, very toxic, back and forth, just very hurtful, oh gut punching conversation that but they then, have for the entire night. But then there's sometimes where it's like, okay, it's nice. But you can tell but that it's just a very the, toxic, like. For sure. Yeah. But for me, my biggest thing was I feel like there's two people in this world people that are like super combative. And then, because even she was like, can you just, like, even when the touch, can you just go, like, couple like can you go out the rest of the night without saying something mean to me like he was just like a like a hot head like she would say something he would go on a deep dive about you ain't shit you need like it was bad i'm like oh my gosh but so did she yeah i feel like they were both awful to each other for sure they were both, both very very bad to i each think other. what i sorry before and what yeah. i said before the pot sorry Pondu, was what she said like seven minutes in the movie she's like this isn't gonna end nice can we just talk in the morning 
because you're not gonna say anything nice and just not gonna constructive conversation. Favorite thing to hear. And then, and he could have he could have ended there, but you know when you're mad at someone and you're in another room and you're just <laughs> no, not me, bro. No, I, if I get to a point where I'm angry, bro, I'm like nah, like I gotta stop. I have to. I stop myself because I'm like no, this, nothing's this, gonna. This be guy, productive. no, he was a total opposite. He's yeah, like I'm not that guy. He's in the kitchen. He's yelling across the. Their crib eating a bowl of macaroni that she made him, <laughs> cussing yeah, her, no, that's that's wild. cussing so her. Oh I'm like, bro, god. just shut up and go to bed. Just go to bed. Yeah, go, go to, to bed. bed. Tomorrow's so, a new day. But go on, go on, explaining it. I felt like that movie was just like the like imagine like the tipping point of the worst conversation or worst argument you've ever had with a partner. That's what that is because they were like spiraling. It started off They're like so it was minor, other. but then it just got worse and worse. Like everything had been compiling and it just finally burst. So, so the crazy so thing long. is, the crazy thing to me is that like, so minutes. trying not to be emotionally invested in any of the characters or just the storyline itself and just trying to analyze them as people, like just like accept who they are as people and as a couple, just try to look at what's happening there. Throughout this whole fucking argument, like as dirty as it fucking gets, because there's some fucking terrible low blows. The thing that really struck out to me is that the one thing that kept them really fucking, like, coming back to moments of peace while they were having this wild argument is how much they love each other and how much they want better for each other and how much they help each other at the same time. And I just don't believe it. It's so unbelievable to me. Yeah, and but it's, it's like... so. But it's... But why? Because... When when they're the the scene that really stood out to me that like I'm just like yo you guys don't love each other you love the situation you're in you guys like you you love her as a muse or whatever the case is but you yeah. don't love her and you don't love him like the situation the when bathtub? they're in the hot when they're bathtub Fam. and he said yeah. to her Bro, and you he said to her to not even love. not even just, like yeah. how he said to her oh you want to hurt me I can hurt you ten times worse I've got this like, like yo to me I'm like, like I'm sure there's situations where people are just you know just incredibly broken and toxic and, and just communicate with their significant other that way but like, to me in the, the way that I think of love and the way that I've experienced love like that isn't love to me like, I'm, you're a level it's one boss remotely. I'm like yo like what are, you, what are you doing yo he was going so in for no reason like for and no reason and he just goes on about like a list of like seven girls that he had sex but with both, like, yeah, but the thing is fun. they were both like it didn't seem like like just looking at like reading if you're reading the script on paper or whatever it wouldn't seem like she was going as in on him but to me it was more indicative of the fact that she knew how to push his buttons and she knew what to say that would really get at him and vice versa. So like, yeah, like like, when she called the film mediocre. Yeah, like he he was was using much more colorful language it felt like, but she like, effectively they were both hurting each other and saying incredibly disgusting things to each other based on yeah, what was, would hurt one like bad. the opposite person yeah. and then she came through with her little scene with the knife yeah. oh that was fantastic I read yeah. that I read that from a mile away because I'm like she's not crazy yeah and like but still that was like all to make a point like your movie could have been better all to make a oh, fam and my me, thing could have been better is but did you ever say it if you wanted <laughs> it should have said it like that's how I just feel like if you want to be in the movie I asked you to uh, audition. Speak audition. Up. Close mouth, so do this, and he's like, "Why don't you do this in an audition?" I was like, "Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would have casted you, but that's what I really liked about like, this this specific movie is that although there were so many like fucking aggravating, exhausting moments of arguments, there would be those like little moments of comedic relief that are so fucking subtle, but they're just enough that you kind of feel like you can breathe for a second. Like in that moment where he's like, why don't you do that in the audition? I was fucking dying. Yeah. I was like, yo, this guy is such a fucking retard. I just felt like I was on like, I was like rooting for both sides, but both sides are just so dirty. So like when one person was being dirty to the other, I'm like, okay, go for the other person. And then when it's a vice versa, I'm like, okay, go for the other person. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm like, 
This is just toxic. Yeah, this is no, horrible. I'm not gonna watch that movie. What's, yeah. cra- what's crazy is that they won it's really me over. Nicely shot, though. Yeah, the craziest exactly. thing is they won me over at the end by like just the way it was going. Like I fucking hated both of them. I hated both of them together. I hated everything. <laughs> but then by the end of it, I was oh, like, man. you know what? Like both of them were presenting points for each other and against each other, and I ended up rooting for both of them instead of just not like instead of not rooting for anybody, instead nah, of rooting for both of them. I left that movie I was like, mad what the as fuck? hell. I, I didn't like it at all. I liked. I thought it was beautifully shot, and I thought they were both oh, amazing They're, in terms of their role. I thought they did incredible, incredible jobs yeah, with Washington, it. But the storyline and the way that everything was executed, that like the, I, I just I wasn't a fan. I feel like it could have been deeper. It could have been the way thing deeper. Is, I, no, me. I think I think this emotional reaction that we're having is the point of this fucking. No, no, no. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm not I'm not invested I'm just annoyed like at the way that it was so contrived it's like oh I, like nobody fucking speaks like this like oh, I'm gonna go on this long soliloquy and jo- when you're arguing with somebody and you're in an intense argument like it's not a fucking I'm gonna go on this long soliloquy like, diatribe like, and evil, then I you're gonna evil. go take your five minutes to go think to yourself and you're gonna come back and come with you know what I mean like it's just so but fucking, it's a movie fam it's not no I know life. but like the point the, it's not about being a documentary <laughs> the point is we're documenting a fucking argument or a moment in these characters lives yeah so if we're going to do that and we're trying to represent some type of, like, we're trying to uh, capture a moment or we're trying to represent, like... Because characters are all based on something. It's all based on something. So if we're trying to represent... If we're trying to accurately represent this, like, to me, it was just so inauthentic. And it was so... To me, like, it came across as, like, okay, we know we're using Zendaya. We know that Zendaya has a large uh, woman... Uh, audience, we know their general age demographic, and it's very analogous to like uh, Euphoria. So we know that like these people that are watching it are probably been in like some toxic situations in their life, or might uh, might uh, glamorize or romanticize this. And then we're gonna shoot it to where it's it's like you can take any fucking screenshot in this in this movie right now and post the shit on Tumblr, yeah, and it's gonna go viral. Cool. Like to me, it was just so fucking like contrived for a very particular audience. For Euphoria and this. My favorite, but the shot difference in the with movie? Euphoria is that Euphoria is telling the story of teenagers. These are adults. Yeah, and so to me, this is so, this is like, like, this is so like, it's so contrived for a particular audience and it's just romanticizing this bullshit to me. So and I just do don't like that. that like, mm. What do you guys think the point of the film was? Again, it was, I, I think it was made for a very particular audience and it was to romanticize this idea. Really? Or to, like, I don't think it was to romanticize Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me ask you, let me ask you something. As, okay, like your prevailing feeling coming out of the movie, is it, because based on Twitter or based on the, the social mm-hmm. media reaction to me it seems like the prevailing feeling is both of these people are fucked but holy smokes I feel so bad for Zendaya's character um do no. you agree that's the prevailing feeling no I I, for me it was no. just like these are like Zendaya's a very broken person and like she doesn't want to come to terms with the fact that she is so broken and she's latched on to someone that like feeds into her brokenness and so she's stuck that's toxic it is toxic. Yeah, I'm not no, saying it's like, but I, I don't so know. So I under I, I, for you, I, I'm sure that's you how you feel, it? but I'm saying like Jesus. what I've observed on the internet, maybe I'm just like maybe I'm just in a very particular know, section. Really, but really. just reading because uh, I wanted to that there's like a whole Malcolm and uh, Marie hashtag and I wanted to see what the general reaction was afterwards because that, that's how I felt the reaction would be. So I don't I, I didn't feel bad for Zendaya's the only time I felt bad was when he was really going in on her because no, no one really right? deserves to like talk yeah, no one really deserves to be talked to like that. But I think that was the worst out of But yeah, at the end of the day like I feel like, I don't know, like, she was, like, she is in a relationship where if she's not being appreciated, you can say in the way that she wants, and she's still staying in it, and she's still coming home and making his favorite meal, and, like, still going to the premiere and putting a smile on her face in front of everybody else. Like, I don't know if you guys... Yeah, no, nah, man, that movie is taught. Wait, sick so did as they just hell. argue for an hour and a half? Literally, the, the, whole, movie is an minutes. the whole movie is an argument. 
Yeah, and there's cool like so many moments of where they like calm down and they're like Fam, r- right about was, to fuck and they never when he do. was right on top of her <laughs> and he went to go pee I'm like no bro don't go pee it's gonna be all ruined lo and behold no, yeah. the he thing comes is, back in this room I'm like oh I don't, I don't think it would have been ruined if he just went and fucking pissed but he's like happy thoughts think happy thoughts you're fucking patronizing her being condescending like a stupid cunt you're just a dumbass the thing is my prevailing feeling after this watching this movie was just exhaustion and I think yeah. that was yeah. the, no, to I me. Don't want to me, like <laughs> brother, I'm exhausted. Do not watch. Yeah. The thing Fam, is, you're gonna watch it and you be like, eye roll after eye roll. But the thing after, is, I've oh never felt God. this. I've never felt this kind of an emotional reaction from watching a film or watching anybody argue in a film. I don't ever get invested enough or care because enough. Because you don't ever have an hour, bounce. forty-five minutes of arguing. Maybe that was her goal. But that's but the thing. Like that's why it's interesting, arguing. right? They like, did something. She's so broken that like that's maybe like that's all she knows, and like that yeah. like. I don't know. That's how I felt. The like, thing I is, didn't I, feel I, don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make either of them out to be. I think they're both What's fucking it? putting themselves into position. I think yeah. he likes this. Yeah. Because he's a fucking. He said he like he dated mad broken women. Yeah. yeah so like I mean. There. Yeah, and like she's probably dated mad men that who have like made her feel like she's not shit. Yeah, like, that's what he said. He said she's dated the or she's like fucking the lowest of the low or whatever. And, yeah. yeah. So look it's at like, this house a production company put us in. Yeah, I, I love that it wasn't look at this house that I put us in. He's very honest about it. He's like, listen, I can't afford this. This is the house that the production company put us in. Wait, is her, yeah. is her character similar to uh, her character in Euphoria? No. Uh, there's similarities, but like, it's like an older version probably. Like, it seems like, because Zendaya's character yeah, in Euphoria, she be, like, yeah, yeah, yeah she's addicted to drugs, so it seems like an older version of, of Zendaya's character Does she have like, a, like, a, like an of accent, Rue, like say. a real life Zendaya? Like no, a, like no, a, she's straight like what type of accent? Maybe like a, maybe like a, like a southerny accent? Why do you Zendaya? What is it, Zendaya? Zendaya. Oh, true. I don't know. Zandia? Zandia. Um, I'm I'm happy that this fucking piece of film exists because this is something that no one has ever done and probably no one should do. Yeah. But I'm glad someone but did it. It's very it. real. It's just two it's people so that are really real. not meant for each other and they seem to bring out the worst sides of each other. And I don't know about you guys, but like I feel like a lot of people. Or maybe can they are to meant that. for each other because it seems like they're both getting better as people with each other within the relationship too. Uh, yeah. Or, we, or, we or it's just a cycle. We, you know what I mean? Like the we sun never comes fucking up, know, right? We don't know. And like, what if when the sun goes down, it's the same shit again? It's super reflective of this whole Corona thing too. But it's just, such a snapshot of their life. Like, and that's why I wanted. That's like one night. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to see more, but obviously that wasn't a part of the movie. But for me, I was like, I just feel like I was missing so much. So much. I'm so cool. I hate or these Or maybe characters. like the point was like <laughs> I hate these characters so much. I'm like I I don't watch it. I'm not no, no. Diva, no. Diva would have a stress watch. I hate yeah. these characters. have a stroke watch, yeah. bro. There's no there's I've nothing redeeming about them. Shit like this in real life. I'm good. <laughs> I know how I feel after that, so I'm good. There's I don't nothing need to watch that for fun. Yeah, there's no redeeming quality. You're not gonna watch. You're not gonna watch people argue. Yeah, emotionally intense. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so you're if you want something emotionally intense, watch Waves. Feel good about yourself. Feel sad. Feel everything. Don't watch. Yo, why do you guys think they chose black and white for the whole movie? Because uh, the reason why I think about this in this particular movie, I think there was like a lot of meta commentary in this movie because yeah. we are talking about a film director, right? So I think you're supposed to kind of think about it from the aspect of like a film director or somebody who's like involved in production. And so I yeah. think about like, you know, there's the whole scene where he's talking after the review where he's talking yeah. about all these different choices where like for, I, I'm, I think like real uh, cinephiles and film heads would actually think about these things that he was talking about where he's like, uh, you know, when you look at a movie and you think about the director that directed the movie you think about all these choices that they made and like do they equate to like them as an individual does it equate to their sexuality does it, uh, does it equate to their upbringing or their background does it equate to all these different things so he was talking about like that because there's like a review of his of his work in the movie so yeah so I'm thinking about it like as the audience watching the movie I'm thinking about why they chose to go black and white I'm thinking about why they chose to make all these decisions because it feels like it's supposed like it's like because it's about a film director it feels like you're supposed to think about these things as well I think black and like when I think black and white I think like gloomy 
Really? I and think like, when like I was watching the... that, like I felt mad gloomy. And I feel like the darker colors uh, kind of like make it a little bit more tense. If it was colorful and bright in that house, it wouldn't be as... I don't. I don't. Well, think that's I not this. necessarily true because there there was that other uh, movie with Scarlett Johansson and the next guy. Uh, the I don't know the the marriage one. Uh, oh, so like, was it marriage story or whatever? Was yeah, 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 yeah. I never yeah. saw that. One. that that's why. That's why I, I thought about this one at least. I just feel like if there was, if it was like br- like in the morning when they woke up, if it was bright in the morning, it would just be like nothing even happened. But I think even still in that dark and white, that black and white, sorry, you can still feel kind of like the that's it like evokes emotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, think it was important to I keep it black and white it. because that contrast is such a strong contrast. My it's the strongest shot. contrast yeah. that exists. It's black and fucking white. It's color and it's like the contrast of their like, like. The extremes of their relationship. Yeah, you know it's like you I see mean? the like you see the too. light in it, and then you can also see the dark in it. Yeah, but Reem made a really interesting point. We were talking about the movie afterwards, and she was saying that she thought it was black and white because they both came up uh, came to the argument as if it was black and white. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. There's no gray area. There's no compromise. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Right. They they were both standing hard on the ground, and she wow. was wearing lighter colors. She's also lighter skinned. He's darker skinned, and he's only wearing darker colors. And then they switched later on and then like the, the way that they were dressed was consistently switching there was a difference in elevation based on where they were sitting as well and the way yeah. they were standing and sitting it was a consistent like or maybe like I, always ha- them having a disconnect like, like, yeah, yeah. as, like, as like cinematography wise this was fucking it perfect was yeah, I feel like, I feel like they, this is they basically why like, tell you I, in the movie to pay attention to that shit exactly and this is the reason why I can't hate this fucking movie it's just I don't like I'm like why nah, if, I, it feels like they woke up and chose violence <laughs> for sure it feels like they did something entirely <laughs> unnecessary and woke up and chose violence but for the fact that they decided to do this they did it so fucking well i've never felt so fucking exhausted watching a film That's and the thing is i wasn't bored i, w- I wasn't disinterested yeah. i was fucking exhausted i genuinely had to look at pre like thank god yeah like fuck this is some shit. And doesn't that make for a good film? That's something that. That's like, exactly what I'm yeah. saying. It's what if it's all, all? You're viewing it all in the director's head, and this is going to be his next film. Oh my god! The guy in the movie. Mm, think about that. And like, you should, maybe you not it, all movies are made <laughs> to like make you feel good, <laughs> right? Like that's the thing. There's fuck you films. I mean, yeah, to me, this like, if it's it's, 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 it's a, a two okay character movie. film, and it's clearly driven and carried by these two characters, and I just hate these characters. So for me, I don't like the movie. But I think it's beautiful. I think that they, I think they acted really well, but I think these are both terrible people, and I don't, they don't have anything redeeming to me at all. To me, it's like you know your review for Midsummer. It's you can copy and paste that for this incredible fucking movie. I will not watch it again. Yeah, but that's just because it's like horrifying. Or this is, it's, it's oh, that's just a different this is emotion. emotion. That's yeah, it's a, it's a different, no, very but, strong like, emotion. So and they, but, they don't give you any breaks Midsummer, in that there's movie character, there's, there's story and there's like all these different things that go into it where this is completely character-driven. Like it's yeah. 100% character-driven and yeah. I don't fuck with any of these characters remotely and there's nothing redeeming about these characters. No, but this is his opinion. No, I understand, but I'm saying that this is different. I don't think there's any redeeming qualities about Midsummer, like the characters either. Agreed. The characters are fucking flaccid. It's just how incredible the story is. I think, I think, I think that... I think that for me with Midsummer, like the the woman character, like the 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 female in the story, the <laughs> the the woman character in the story, I think that she went on a journey, and I and I not that I uh, not that I I love the journey that she went on, but I can acknowledge and respect it, and I think she went from feeling very weak and very broken and very down to being extremely empowered and being in a position of power where she felt comfortable. So I can I can I, I can brainwashed. Maybe that's one way to look at happened. it as well. But to me, it seemed, no, I don't think so. I think she had agency. Yeah, I think she had agency. She had, I mean, she only had so Yo, much agency until they broke her beyond breaking. that scene where she has the flower dress on, like you yeah. see it in her she face, like she dress? lost her shit. No, no, it's mm. a dress of flowers. That shit was so, so crazy. But anyways, yeah. it's like, you know what, you know when they, you know when they really so. broke her in Midsummer is when 
she walked in on him fucking having scene. sex, the orgy, yeah. and then they all just cried with her. That was, that's okay, but yo, can we talk fuck? about that? That was so okay, fucking crazy. But you think that's so crazy? I remember, like, when I was younger, someone, like, a, a husband of mine that had passed away, and he was fairly young when it had happened, but it was back home in India. And so we'd gone to my grandma's house, and I was pretty young, and I'd never, like, experienced anything like that before death or whatever. And it was all women in the house. And I remember when we came in, like, my mom sat down with my grandma, and they both put, like, their chunis, their scarves over their faces, and they were holding each other, and they were, like, wailing. Yeah. And then everybody was wailing. Like, it was so, Fucking like... smacking their shoulders bro, and Bro, it was and so yeah. strong. It was scary. Like, I remember being a kid, and I was so scared. I was like, I don't understand, like, what the fuck is happening. But, like, maybe, like, for some people, like, it's a way to process emotion. For like, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, for sure. you get it all out, and then everybody around you, like, gets it out with it you. It feels lighter. It's you just, do feel lighter. This you is do. the reason why, like, churches yeah, and dope, temples but that, exist. That's what that scene was in Midsummer. That's no, exactly but, what like, that was. For me, it's just like. This movie already seems a thousand times better. Because of the <laughs> cultiness yeah, behind sure. the, like, the energy of this movie, it just portrays it so much more, like, darker to me. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It made a lot of You know, like. Like, do you see at the end what the point of this whole movie was? So you're like watching it, like, kind of happen. You're like, oh my god, this is just getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I mean, but it's just perspective. Because for me, I feel like she was like, it, like not to say she was in on it, but to it, me, it seems it. like this was like, again, I feel like she had agency here. I feel like she made choices, and I feel like this is the, the journey that she decided to, I don't like, think to they go had on. had a choice. Remember those, uh, that uh, couple that got friggin' killed? Uh, no, oh no they, they didn't have choices. I'm saying she had a choice. I'm saying because the guy that like belonged to the family, like belonged to the, the, Sweden, the Swedish fa- uh, family in the first place, I think he was feeling the girl that came with the boyfriend or whatever, and he kind of chose her to be the, what was it, the summer queen or whatever? The flower queen or whatever? Yeah. So and and I and I and I think that like she was in on it. So that's why I feel like yeah. I mean, I, but it's all perspective, right? Like we don't get yeah. these answers, but that's just how I felt watching it. But yeah, that whole shit was fucked. Yeah, for sure. It was... Two fantastic pieces of film. I I think that Malcolm and Reese, especially given the context of it, was shot in fucking a pandemic. I think it was so fucking well done. Do I do I like myself enjoy the film? Will I recommend you to watch it and be like you're gonna have a great time? Fuck no, you're not gonna have a great time. You're gonna have a terrible fucking time. But it will. Still <laughs> but it is interesting. That much. But the thing is, this is a different terrible than watching a bad movie. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking great movie because it does all the movie shit. And it's, real I feel fucking like it's well. meant to make you feel terrible. It's yeah. meant to make you feel exhausted. Exactly. Like, it's meant to be like, oh my god, like that was horrible. And then you think about it, like, okay, that was two hours, but it was supposed to be the entire night. Yeah. They fought the yeah, entire night. Like the whole night. And Incredibly how exhausting is that? I'm sure like at some point all of us like had experienced something Very. like that. You think yeah. people that uh, like say that cult still existed in Sweden, you think they're watching Malcolm and Marie and they're like shocked while we're watching Midsummer and we're shocked? I mean, fuck, I don't well, know. Well, it just depends on like their experience in life cuz like if that's their norm to them in Midsummer and they never That's really what I mean though. Cuz yeah. there's bad communes here though too. For us, oh, we, yeah? we look at Malcolm and Marie, we're like, this is exhausting. But we like, look at Midsummer, we're like, holy fuck, that's just shocking to us. Yeah. So the yeah. other way around, it might be fucked up. But it's just our norm, right? Grass is always greener, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the grass is black and white in one of them. Yeah, how do you feel about that part in Midsummer of, like, everyone, like, 
Passing away <laughs> at let this guy get away with that one. <laughs> she said the grass is always greener, and then he goes, "The grass, the grass is always black and white in one of them." Devo, Devo, Devo has to come through and block that. Like everyone dies at seventy-two or whatever. Or at seventy. Yeah, yeah. Blocked. How do you feel about that? Like that's it's like uh, you know okay, like, we're just preventing like further decay. Really, like you lived out your life, everything is good. It's just your time to go now. Like I get it, but I guess I don't get it because I'm because after in this that society. point you're just a burden yeah. on society. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's weird. It's belligerent a weird me. I'm like, you guys are fucking weird. But then like. You know, like when I when I get into my like when I when I zoom out mm-hmm. and I'm like zoom trying out, to fam. trying to accept all cultures yeah. and understand that like you know like this sense. is just uh, to me yeah. agency. Oh, I just I'm just for me my <laughs> overarching theme in life. I just love agency. When people can choose what the fuck they want to do, do you're not hurting anybody else. Do your thing. I if mean, you want to jump off of a fucking cliff, that film, but you get beat with them. And then if you still survive to get beat it. over your head, then you could do that. You seen Green Inferno? No. I don't watch movies like that. This turned into you know a wild is? deep no. dive on movies. Is that like a... <laughs> wild. It's a horror movie. Does oh. anyone like horror movies? Love horror movies. No. Horror Have movies? You, I love sure horror movies. movies. <laughs> I need to look it up to make sure. Horror? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love horror movies. What are you Speaking of horror... Because like, people like say they don't like horror movies. The people that do like horror movies, do you think that like they have a certain type of person? Sorry, are you saying horror or whore? Yeah, the Green Inferno. You guys Anyways. need to watch so, that. Say you love your horror shit. movie. I love a horror movie. Like, <laughs> Does it involve paranormal stuff? No. Okay, then I'll watch it. Yeah? It's like this group of people that go to the Amazon and their plane crashes and they get found by like a cannibalistic... Oh, I'm down to watch that. Yeah, but there's like backlash on it because people were like, oh, they're like trying to like stereotypes, but it's a really gory, interesting watch. Like... I don't know, feel like shit like that. It's like that. that episode of Rick and Morty where he gets the oh clicker, God, the remote, <laughs> and he meets his girlfriend, and yeah. they have like the best life together, and they, the fucking oh. plane crashes, yeah. and they end up having to eat people and shit. And he gets the clicker again, and he accidentally presses the wrong button, and he erases it all. Yeah. But he keeps his memory. So he remembers everything, mm. but his girlfriend doesn't, and oh, it's tragic. Oh, it's like that movie um, <laughs> with uh, Jason Tatum. Oh, Jason Tatum? Jason Statham? Oh, Jason Tatum? Oh, my God. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Wow, my God. Channing Tatum. Oh, my gosh. Um, where he gets into an accident. Your heart he can't remember. confused, huh? <laughs> he gets into an accident. He can't remember. <laughs> it's his girl. The notebook. It's his girl. The notebook. I don't think he's in the what? notebook. No, you're That's... the one you're thinking about. It's his girl that can't remember, not him. Uh, maybe I'm playing my magic mic. Fifty first dates. What? <laughs> no, no. This one with Channing Tatum. Yeah, it's Channing Tatum. Fifty first dates. Yeah. With, no, it's uh, actually called the notebook. No, fam. no. The notebook is. Adam Sandler did click. No, he also did. Adam Sandler also did fifty first dates. Oh, true. He also did Happy Gilmore. He also did yeah, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Speaking of Uncut, Uncut Gems, Gems, how do you feel about Kevin Gunnar's oh thoughts on the NBA? What did he say? Oh, okay, yeah. Basically, recently <laughs> he, uh, he had an article, or he, had, he was a part of an article that recently came out where he was basically talking about the state of the NBA currently and just how t- guys 20 years ago would not be able to make it in today's NBA type of thing. And I that's, I that's a refreshing agree. take because, especially recently, as we spoke about in a recent pod, there's been a lot of older NBA legends that have come out against like newer age NBA guys and just ripped them to shreds basically saying they wouldn't survive in the, the older days or like they don't have what it takes Fam. to lead a team to a championship or all this other bullshit. Yo, Niggas are saying they'll no average 40 balls from Fam, shut up. You get, you get Patrick Ewing in a pick and roll it's over. <laughs> it's over. Yo, I feel Bro. like that's just the state of the world right now. We were just talking about this when it comes to music just how saturated everything is. Like, there's a lot of like mid shit 
not to say basketball players are like mid i'm not trying to say that but like comparatively to like the older generation like even looking at models too like there were supermodels back then right now we have freaking IG anybody models. off of like instagram you know get what i mean bag. i think it's like reverse yeah in that get sense, your bag though. yeah it's, for it's, real. it's when reverse for i prefer the way it is today oh, really? in terms yeah. of music and like better? modeling for sure. Yeah, like for music, like, athlete-wise, like athlete yeah, sure, it's fucking better. different sure, right now. Are they Back in the like, day, we're having yeah, wait, like wait, fucking... one mic, bro. Like, oh my god, it's it's a different mute mic. up, mute up. Wait, so it is better. For sure. Basketball league is better now. Yeah. Yeah. The athletes are way like... It's but these fucking think... back in my day head ass motherfuckers yeah. that are just sitting there saying, I could have done this. Do you I see some this. of the mans that were in the league in yeah, the 90s? They would not last. They would not survive. I barely make a three-point shot, fam. Fam, it's the same way. It's the same way. It's like it's like watching semi-pro, bro. And they do the alley oop for the first time, and these guys are like, "What the fuck is that?" (laughs) If you take uh uh just a like a a a fucking low guard like a a, like a not like not the greatest guard from that time and and bring him like just an average guard from that time and bring him into the NBA and today this guy would be like what the fuck am I supposed to do oh my gosh if you brought chewed up on that court if you brought a nigga like Craig Elo to guard Kyrie Irving Bro, Fem, I just sometimes I look imagine. at their I look at their handles, their their the crossover. I'm like, yo, Magic Johnson had a one two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, but Magic was also six nine two seven. But, but, but like, I'm saying, if you if you think about, it, that's what they have to play defense on. They're not putting on an island against Kyrie. Yeah, no, watched. no, for, no way. A one two hezzy. It a, wouldn't even have to be a guy like Kyrie either. If it was someone like Lou Williams. Yeah, Lou Williams. Lou Williams oh. perennially is like a six man. He's like he's a decent player throughout his NBA career. For you people that don't know who he is, you're gone. So how much do you think Lou will average back in the nineties? Oh my gosh, Lou Williams. The only thing is, it's so much more physical. Put so those guys cheat. No, but that's what I think. When they say like, "Oh, these guys couldn't last," but I don't think they're really talking about skill wise. I think they're talking. But they're also, like, they're mo- they're so much stronger <laughs> they too, were though. Mobbing niggas. They're so much. Then, they're so much stronger <laughs> now no, too. If you see there's regular health and strength training in the NBA now. They're wearing lifting weights like they are. Back then, but a lot of them Shit. don't really. Lift no, I, I don't think now. I don't think it's a strength like, thing. I just think it's. I'm saying sheer... they're also stronger. Like yeah, for I'm sure, today like, athletes are way stronger. What Lashawn's talking about is like, imagine we going for lips and just push you out the air, and yeah. it's like a common foul. Yeah. And like they wouldn't do that in the league today's today, a flagrant so two. No, but suspended. like, gen- okay, the, the big difference in terms of just defense in the '90s and the '80s is <laughs> what? No, we're just. I just like the. I just. I'm picturing. In the nineties, when you went into the paint, bro, it's like that mm-hmm. video of that guy getting dumped into the gang, and they're just beating the shit up. <laughs> oh, like, no. fight back, nigga! Fight back, bro. Like Jordan, the greatest player in the league, was going into the lane and getting clothes on. He's getting headlocked. Like, holy! Fuck. Not saying that you're necessarily stronger, but like, it's yeah, Kyrie can get into the paint, but yeah, you're going against Oak Oakley. Oakley's yeah. just gonna push you oh, to the ground. Yeah, but also Kyrie shooting from thirty. Yeah, they're not yes. guarding up out there, and if they come out there, then they're not catching Kyrie. Yeah. yeah, just I just I just think that that game was just my a little bit more. I don't. But say, I think that's their goal is not necessarily to catch him though. <laughs> but I'm saying if you're thirty <laughs> from the basket, you're not you're not touching him. Yeah, but I'm saying the help defense is gonna fuck him up. Yeah. and then somebody's open. He makes the right pass. He's still getting fucked up though. <laughs> and then and that that guy's breaking the tray ball. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. That guy's uh, James Harden. He's not breaking the tray ball still. Yeah, I just I mean I'm, I'm, I'm I say that. The athletes of today, like the average athlete in the league right yeah, now, is so far better it's, than it yeah, was. Yeah, back skill wise, close. Sure. Skill wise, yeah. close. But when I'm close. talking about like, if you go five e five, like Pistons versus like a fucking Brooklyn Nets, like yes, Brooklyn Nets are probably gonna be better. But like, I feel like Pistons would have more heart in terms of, like they would play hard. Yeah, the well, next, I mean that could be determined sucks, so. by the team because you could say the same thing for the Heat today. Nigga, you can have as much heart in the world, but if you're six seven trying to guard fucking seven foot Kevin Durant, good luck. 
If we can't, if yeah. people today can't, you can have Kevin as much Durant. heart as you would like to. You put but Kevin that nigga's seven foot and he's pulling up from thirty. You put Kevin Durant at the four, like <laughs> that nigga has a handle yeah, better than anomaly. every guard back then, and he's dunking over your head top like you're not doing anything. As much heart as you have, yeah. Sorry, yeah. they're gonna have to literally uh, injure Kevin sorry. Durant not to be there, like literally. Well, Which would, they would have to resort to. They would have to resort to it. Even not even that long ago, this is probably early two thousand. Rasheed Wallace said the only way to beat LeBron is to injure him. Fam, do you know Imagine how that. fucking amazing LeBron would look if he played back then, bro? He just built the truck, everyone. Oh my god. Yeah, and that's and that's the flip side of it. That's why I bring up the strength. You're talking about these guys are. Clo- what if it's fucking Bron or Dwight Howard trying to close on you out there instead of fucking Patrick Ewing or or whoever the fuck else? Bron running on the fast break back then. Oh, bro, it, yeah, Simon, if you Simon took the NBA's Simon. athletes now and put the rule book that they had then versus these people that weren't nearly the athlete, athletes that the players are now, these guys would be yeah, dead on the yeah, court. Yeah, for sure. They're getting walked. <laughs> these guys would be dead on the court. Sure. Even if sometimes you see like a bad foul even today, like, ooh. So imagine no restriction. You can just push <laughs> a man in the air. Man, would be dead. There'd be no league. And that's why the average career back then was like seven years because man's are dying. Like, bro, I was, I was man's watching are playing like 13-year careers nowadays and that's all. I was watching like, or just, I was watching a hockey fight just on my Twitter timeline Damn the other day and I'm like, yo, how the fuck do they still let people fight in this sport, It's bro? okay when you're... That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> well, yo, I'm also wanted to talk about like in terms of the Kevin Garnett conversation, I'm also wanted to talk about like what it is with older athletes that they make it, you kind of want to shit on other players versus it's a guy like Kevin Garnett thing. who was like you know, bigging these guys up. I think it's the same thing with music. I feel like people don't want to see their generation, their era go, and they'll do anything to hold on to it. Like, oh man, oh, none of the rappers today are as hard as... I I I don't understand regular people, like, or regular athletes that aren't involved in the game today, but like, you're involved in the game today if you're Shaquille O'Neal, if you're Charles Barkley. You're supposed to promote the game. You're supposed to grow the game. It's a very different, it's a very different thing because you have Kevin Garnett who's, he has like, he's on a show as well, right? Yeah, he had a show on TV. But yeah, it's not as prominent as you know, the platform and that like Shaq and Barkley have and mm-hmm. they're there to kind of do what like Stephen A does. People, See, I you know? feel like they're supposed to be there to grow the game. Like if you're hired by the NBA, yeah, you're supposed to talk about the game in a make, positive light. That doesn't necessarily make the most entertaining television. Content. I guess, yeah, we're talking about this. Uh, but we're talking about KG also. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think it does. Like, we, Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like obviously KG's a very like Hall of Famer. But the platform that they're on, I think at that point, they're just doing their job. Maybe, they're, yeah, they're maybe not, it's mandate from above. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. think they're out there to make sense. Because when Ch- Chuck is talking, it's like, bro, what are you even talking about? Like, they just they're like ramble Stephen a. on. Like, I know Stephen yeah. A is probably a very smart guy. But, but Stephen A is not hired by the NBA. It's different. If you're TNT is owned by the NBA, or they have the partnership with the NBA, I should say. Yeah, the A. So, they're, so to, me, to me, it's they're, they're there to kind of grow the game. And, like, maybe it's, maybe you're right. Maybe it might be more about ratings. But to me, it's like if you're, if, I, if I'm the NBA and I'm hiring these guys to, like, you know, promote my league, I don't want them fucking shitting on my athletes today because then it drives down the interest. And the thing about Shaq is that he, as we said, like, he just craps on all the big men. It's like, bro, just like, it creates happen? conversation. That's it. Exactly. Stuperman is in the building. Like, imagine we <laughs> call him Stuperman. Like, Oh, he's not Superman under a Superman. He just shits on every big man. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah anyways, Shaq's tra- going outside, though. Transitioning, you guys are bringing up music. I know Pre was talking about like music and, and fashion. Uh, do you want to finish that point that you're making? You're talking about, we're talking about like... Oversaturation. Yeah, oversaturation and like how you feel like today. He brought this up. You didn't finish he's it. Trying to, he's dying to get his point off. What do you mean? How you feel the reverse for music. Oh, no, I, I don't even know what she's going to say. Yeah, I want to see her finish oh, the point. What did you have to say about it? Well, I, I I don't know what you're gonna say yet, so I'm just trying to see what you have to say about loading um, up the clip right now. The oversaturation of music right now. How there's a lot of mid music out right now, as opposed to maybe in an earlier decade. Yeah, too. like I know music is subjective, as is a lot of things, but um, 
Good music is not. Wait, say again? Say? Good music is not. Good music is not. Yeah, right? But, um, what was I going to say? What do you mean by that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. I like that there's a lot of mid music out, to be honest. I, I like that. Don't love I, it. I know. My thing is, I like it from a business standpoint. Like, I like how the label, the big dog, the, the the suit isn't there saying, nope, we're not putting that out, or you can't put that out. I like how the ease of They're access. They're still doing that. No, but I like how a oh, man yeah, can, yeah, a yeah. Man can yeah, walk yeah. into his bedroom, record a song, and it can go viral. Like, I like that, though. <laughs> I love that. I like <laughs> that, but unfortunately, it does water down the product exactly. as a whole. But yeah. I do like the fact that you're able to do that, and it's not just like, if you don't have a label, like you're screwed. Like You can still get music out there and exactly. get heard. But obviously, label helps, but I like that you can go out and do that now. Yeah. I uh, definitely the, like that. The difference is, like probably back in the day, there was people that just didn't have money, or they didn't have access to certain things that wanted to do, and they were incredibly talented, but they couldn't. But what we have now is the complete opposite, which comes with good and bad, right? For sure, for sure. But uh, what was I trying to say? Um, I feel like because of that, now the quality has kind of died down because there's so much more happening. There's so much more. Like, I think I was going through, like, one of these playlists, and I just seen, like, a whole bunch of, like tracks that I listened to and I was like I think maybe it's more of a a diluted maybe song based but I still think like maybe like the top is still the top you know what I mean but I just feel like the mid like it's just a lot harder to surface though it's harder to find the good stuff you know yeah and like because of that I, I find myself at least going back to a lot of like Artists that are already like I know that they'll give me good work, you know. Yeah, Instead of like, I, I listen to a lot of old music, old dirty music, not old music. Yeah. Like, like my favorite era is like 2006 to like 2011. I just go listen to that stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's like maybe that's nostalgia for me, but I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, I don't listen to music, so I don't even like know. when I hear I got that beat down low. Actually, that guy might be canceled, so never mind. <laughs> You said it now. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I got Ti was caught up in Flip a little guy. scandal, so uh, never mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I haven't heard much about that actually since the day that that happened. Uh, maybe it was all great cap. PR. <laughs> yeah, I heard me. Sorry, were you gonna say Pony? It's definitely like over, like very very saturated, and like you guys said, like because there's a lot more music, I guarantee that there's a lot more good music too. It's just so fucking hard to find. Yeah. So more time, I I kind of divide my music listening into like new shit, fifty fifty, new shit and shit that I know is guaranteed good. Facts. So That's like the shit that. I rocked with last year, the year before that, from fucking, like, 2010. And then everything else that's, like, brand new shit, I'll just, like, try to find stuff, go into forums, and just try to find some shit that's interesting and new. But, again, more often than not, it's just these fucking, like, whatever-ass, like, hokey-pokey-ass TikTok songs. Uh, Chill. Corvette, Corvette. That song slaps. Sorry. Yeah, I think because of that, like, before (laughs) I used to be an avid, like, I would look for music, and I'd, like, find myself in these, like, holes, like, these, you know, like, YouTube holes and stuff. But now it's, like, I know what I'm going to get more times than not. So I just kind of, like, it's kind of discouraged me as well. But I can't say that. So that's just obviously the same thing for a lot of other people. But it's definitely been, like, my experience. And I've heard this from a whole bunch of other people as well. So I know that I'm not the only person feeling this way. Since we're on music, uh, be sure to download For No Reason Volume 2. Available now everywhere. I like that. <laughs> what's your take on this? God, I remember you, you started saying a point, but then we, we got back into it. It was a very dead basketball. response to my uh, <laughs> plug there. 
Put it right back. Thank you. Thanks. Download that shit right now. Download it. Don't stop listening to this pod. If you guys want me to stop, then I'll just stop. Either you're with us or you're not. Go download that. Run it up. What's your favorite song on your project? Funeral. Me too. Can we get like maybe a quick 16 off? Like live? You played Funeral was on the last pod. Yeah, it was the outro to the last pod. Really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I didn't even know that. This guy doesn't listen to our own content. That's so crazy. Yeah, sorry. Um, your thoughts on the music industry these days? Um, I think first and foremost, I like that there's you know less gatekeeping than ever. Me too. For Love sure. that. For sure. I'm the gatekeeper. Yeah, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I think that I like that. I think that it's interesting because I, I feel you guys. Like I think it might be hard. Like I feel like it seems like it's harder to find music, but also like if it seems like it's hard to find music now, then imagine how it would have been 20 years ago when there wasn't dedicated pages and blogs and like and playlists and all these different things to kind of find it. Mm-hmm. But music um, back then was all good. No. <laughs> that's what the old head would say. That's, that's what I was yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that there's so many talented artists that haven't had the opportunity for whatever reason because I because there is such an oversaturation, like you guys say. But like, also, I think there's I think there's just so much there's just so much content out there and yeah it's about sifting and finding your way to the top of it or whatever the case is but like if you take Devo for example obviously we all know his music and we all know that his music's fantastic but yeah, like yeah that guy's sick no cap somebody Thanks, else might not because they don't know him they just yeah, simply don't know that his true. music exists so imagine how many people out there we just don't know that their music exists and they might have yeah. fantastic music right so probably a lot oh a big thing a about, lot, a lot. about this as well is like now that because because music is super like saturated whatever you want to call it people are now more focused on like marketing and promoting Mm -hmm. and the problem is is like now we have a whole bunch of these like not yeah like i'm gonna say it tiktok songs you know and these are like (laughs) freaking no i don't mean to like bash that shit but like at the same time it's like we know what we're gonna hear like every single time so you know Um. it's like I don't know. It's yeah, like it's the so crazy to watch. Like, even, for sure, down. it's so crazy to watch because even watching somebody like Meg The Stallion, for example, she comes out and she's just spitting bars and she's sick and she has this whole like kind yeah. of vibe about her. And now she's fucking doing TikTok songs essentially and doing yaddy, TikTok dances and yaddy, shit. Yaddy, yaddy, and to yaddy. me, it's so weird because mid, like mid, mid, Meg is mid. up and you don't, you certainly do not need to be doing that. Like you're she's one so of the most good, popular man. acts in the world and you're so talented, but you're like to me like she's kind of selling herself short of her talents for. But it could be the label. Yeah, know? and I'm sure it is. I'm sure yeah, it is. But it's sure. all just like we need a number one. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens with a lot of artists when they're but, when they're first coming up. When it's the real deal, when it's them spitting, it's fine. But then when they get saturated and the the artist, the, what's that? What the with the label and all that, you're, I feel like you're constantly. Uh, you could even, you could even see, say the same for like Drake, for instance. How yeah. Drake started out early in his career, he was like rapping, rapping, and then there's certain points in his career where he's just like, you know, Pussy like. Yeah. 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 I mean, some of my favorite artists are relatively unknown artists, and so I, I personally, I feel like, yeah, like if you, if you do happen to find an artist that's relatively unknown or whatever the case is, then, then it is a little bit more rewarding because you kind of helped, you kind of found it. Or they either happened upon you or you happen to find them on your own. And for me, that's more gratifying and rewarding feeling. And it feels like uh, it feels much more personal and and uh, and intimate in that way. Yeah. And so I prefer that. But yeah, also, I also feel you guys that there's just so much to sift through and it, it could be exhausting for sure. Who are your top five? No order. Um, my top five favorite artists right now is probably Choker, uh, Sean Leon, Frank Ocean, Cardi. And 
Cardi with a T or a D. Playboy Cardi. Maybe six. Maybe do six. I was I was at four. I was at four. I was building the suspense, but you guys spoiled the surprise. And yeah, my dog. I don't even know if I can give you a top five or not. That's a crazy thing, man. I'm not like I don't have a top five. I feel like I stopped listening to music as much as I used to. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if I just like my big oh my fifth spot is Brent Fires. Ooh. Big pick, big pick. Toxic King. Sorry about it, Devo. Hmm? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess I got booted. But yeah, you got booted out the top You five, are so. the yeah. weakest link. <laughs> the game is a game, brother. Yeah, no, I definitely don't have it. Anyone else have like a current top five? Azalea Banks, one. Drake. That's why you were riding for her so hard that day. I've never heard <laughs> Yo, you know what? Yo, that's crazy bitch. You know what? Azalea Banks is... girl smoking she... her cat or whatever? Yeah. No, she didn't do that. That wasn't smoking real. Smoking her That cat. wasn't real. Okay? Is she a rapper or a singer? She's a rapper. Got mad chickens in her closet. If, so if you don't even know her talented. music, it's okay, fam. It's She's okay. so talented. You're a part of the problem. Listen what? to you. What? If you don't know her music, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have to feel bad. He doesn't know. You should go listen to it. That's what I meant. No, that's no, what you yeah. look, look, you try to look. Look, you, you backtracking. Throwing stones and hiding your hands. Hey, I don't like this black on black violence right now. Hey, yeah, it's Black History Month. You're right. I'm Come just on. saying, if you don't know it, it's okay. You don't have to feel upset. He said, I don't even know a song by her. I'm saying, that's okay. Yeah, yeah for the, sure. That's what you meant. And yeah, like, you yo, tell me what I meant. I'm not, yeah, I don't yeah, really have anybody that's more recent than my top five. Get off your high horse, Bucko. It's all like Rihanna, Drake. Yeah, Rihanna's up there. Party next door. Like, you know, it's like the the Party next door. She's having listened to Not to say that, yeah, but yeah. Absolutely. I like PND. Old school PND. That's the thing, right? It's old school PND. It's I haven't like, listened to a new PND song in a minute. Like, I was just going through his playlist when we were coming here, and like, one of his top tracks on Apple Music is that song he did with Diplo or Major Lazer or whatever. And I was like, I don't care for that song. Oh, like Nicki Minaj? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is that song? I've never heard that song. It's like a summer song. When I think of Part Next Door, I just think of, Y'all nigga, preach. 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 Even Please. that mixtape was from what, 2016? Yeah, no, no, no. no. It was a little bit. I think it was 15. Uh, 2015, maybe. Yeah, yeah, 15, I think it was. It was in high school still. Damn. Still in Miami. <laughs> Holy. The thing is, I feel like, we're, I feel like this, this, this situation with music and just art in general is going to clean itself up over some time. Yeah, as we're, Like, does, we're the yeah. fucking generation that gets to experience the democratization of this technology. Yeah. Shit used to be so fucking bloody expensive, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. Without having Bloody-y a major expensive. signage. Just Spency. It's just mad Spency. It's just ugly right now, as it should be, because nothing... It needs to be. Yeah, exactly. It's a growing phase, you know? Eventually, it'll be cool. Again, yeah, I don't mind it, man. I'm, I'm out here. If you're trash, you'll get your money while you can, man. Like, I <laughs> if you're like, trash, get, get your money while you can. Like, Blueface yeah. is getting bangs. Yeah. Is he like, still getting bangs? Good for him. Yeah, he's still Some people are just better. Like, they may not make the best music, but they're phenomenal at marketing. And, and they're great actors. They're, they're more personalities yeah. than they're musicians. And I, and I respect that. I wholeheartedly respect that. Yeah, bro. I, I, also, I love that. I feel like it's about if you're an artist, like you want to connect with your your, your fan base. Yeah. So that's a way to connect. Like, do you see yourself Express in your yourself. in your favorite artist or whatever the case yeah. is? Yeah. Express yourself. Classic. What else we got on the docket? Uh, what's it called? Uh, we've had a request. We had a message in from a a fan of ours that requested. It's no word of a lie. Uh, to hear Harmy's. Uh, no. <laughs> no word of a lie. Just not, not no cap. They requested you by name. To hear your thoughts on Larsa Pippen. All right. What are your thoughts? All right, all right, all right. What are your thoughts on uh, Larsa, on Larsa? Pippen? Yeah, your thoughts. Um, <laughs> honestly, I do feel like when you reach a certain level of fame, like 
even if you don't want all of your actions to be on screen or be judged for them, you will be. And, like, I feel like in the most recent um, incident that happened with, like, LeBron's kid, like, it's, like, even though nothing came of it because of her history already of, you know, being with younger ball players and whatnot, like, her son was, like, super affected by, you know what I mean? And now, like, her son is probably going to hear on the court, like, yo, I'm going to fucking beg your mom. And, like, that's probably going to happen. <laughs> you don't think that's so? That's my biggest problem with yeah, that, That's too. crazy. Like, she's fucking with that's her the only son's thing, contemporaries. Bro, you have, like, and, like, your kid is, like, doing something. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like your kid is just, like, trying to be a doctor and no one's going to bother him. Like, you know, he's playing, like, the sport where you are actively dating yeah. in. Like, it's just, like, at the end of the day, like, Free you can do whatever court, you want. So but, like, all of your actions have consequences. And, like, you can't be upset if, like... That's your consequence if that's how you're going to carry yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you're dating guys that are, like, half your age and whatever, and do your thing. Like, that's cool, but, like, once it starts affecting your kids and whatnot, like, I feel like at that point, like, maybe you should step back and be like, okay, is is this the right dating pool for me? Or, like, is this what I should be doing right now? Like, it's just making but what if her she look finds, bad. what if she finds love? If she finds love, she finds love. That's fine. It's just, like, you're, like... Her business is only our business because it's out there. You know what I mean? Like, it's you, this is your life. Like, it's out here. People are going to judge you. If you're okay with people judging you, cool. Like, if you, you want to live your life like that and, like, you're okay with... Obviously, her son was upset. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, I know if I was... How old is her son? Is he son I think 17. You? No, I think he's... Yeah, I think he's either in the last year of high school or he's in college right now. Yeah, he's pretty young. Yeah, that's free smoke on the court. That's what I'm sure. saying. Like, it just puts him in such a bad position. Like, what's the point? I'd like to think that if I was a father, I would not be smoking out my fucking daughter's contemporaries. Hey, yo, I yeah. got Larsa's son. I know man's going crazy Ooh. out there on him. At the free throw line talking mad garbage. Like, I feel like that's Love so it. wild. Yeah, that's that not you, cute. Like, that's not cute. Like, I don't know. But at the same time... <sighs> do what you want. Yeah, like, that's... Yeah, unfortunately, like, she could she could do what she pleases. But at the same... But she should be mindful of her actions, I guess. And the effects of those actions on, I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't think the debate people. here is like whether yeah. or not she should be able to, or she should be able to do it. Yeah, I think sure, it should, whether sure. or not she should do it. Yeah, yeah. Malik Beasley's not the one still. Cause, yeah, it's too close. Uh, should we just take a pause here? What this guy figures out the door? <laughs> and we're back. What are we talking about again? No, uh, like, there was just we're just saying that there's like the Dallas Mavericks, the NBA basketball team. So before every game, for like NBA oh. teams, they play the national anthem before oh, every game. See, but then Dallas Mavericks see? came out and said that they don't want to play the national anthem before their games. Is that the fucking anthem? Yeah. Rate right it. <laughs> but then the Dallas Stars, who are the hockey team in Dallas, tweeted immediately after, like, just so you guys know, like, we're definitely still playing the nat- national anthem on our team. Don't our games. I mean, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with doing either of those things. Why Agreed. do we? But why do we play the national anthem before games? It's just a good question. Why not? Well, they don't like. Do you play the national anthem before a movie theater performance? Do you play the national anthem before like a live (laughs) theater, a live uh, show? Do you play the national anthem at a concert? Like, why do you play it in school? Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. I have no idea. Indoctrination of the youth. Like, there's no reason to. And as a matter of fact, the national anthem is deeply offensive to a lot of people. Yeah, that's a shame. So, you guys heard Shannon Sharp's take on the whole situation. Who creates national anthems? White people. I mean, it depends on the country, but yeah, not in this particular case. I think it was a black lady that wrote the The national anthem. It was Canadian, wasn't it? Wasn't the national anthem Canadian? I don't know. I think I'm saying it it would depend on the country that we're talking about, the anthem we're talking about. The American one was Canadian? 
Like, I'm pretty sure Canadian wrote it. Let me fact check. Well, yeah, we right give now. them all the good Ooh. shit, eh? We give them basketball, their national anthem. Their national anthem's kind of sick, still. I can't lie. Mm-hmm. Better than ours. Ours than fucking ours. sucks. Nah, I like how yeah. short and concise Canadian national anthem. Yeah, but it's mad like fucking boring. Russia's national anthem was sick. They're the USSR one. So what was, was the whole reason why he said, "Oh, we don't want to play the national"? Like, what was the reason? I'm, I'm assuming like that? that he understands that his, a lot of his players might be deeply I, offended I by it, and then also like people don't want to stand for a country that doesn't stand for them, and I think that's the way that a lot of people in America feel right now. And so, because that's what's going on, I feel like and also there is no real reason to play the national anthem either. Either, yeah. So, and the Dallas Stars take was like, oh, it's it's kind of it's rude. Yeah, it's rude, offensive not to do it. And also, the Dallas Stars have a completely, let's say, different fan base than the NBA, <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. So. Don't kill me. Yeah, I think all like I think at the end of the day, it has a lot to do with the fans. But yeah. also, I mean, it start like I think regardless, like an organization making a step like that is. Whether symbolic or or um, whatever, like I think it's a good choice to make, especially if it appeases mm-hmm. the players that you play for, and if yeah. it's like a statement that you want to make as an individual. I think, especially right now, in terms of like you know Dallas and just being in the states in general, it seems like the probably not best thing to do considering who you are. So I think that's a very bold thing. Do for they play Marquee the to do. Canadian anthem at American games, like when the Raptors are there? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think on. Mm, no, isn't I think it depends on the game. They play home here. Why yeah, they, yeah, why you're would right. they play it over there in America? Like, say for instance, they're away. In they played it in the finals. Yeah. I'm pretty no, sure only in the finals, finals. when, yeah. finals yeah. when they were when they were there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure we played the American yeah, national yeah, anthem. Yeah, we did. So, like, what's the NBA stance on Dallas not wanting to play the national anthem? I think that the NBA wants to. Pl- I think the NBA has a policy that you do have to play the national. Oh anthem. yeah, they just put that in place actually. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's interesting because billionaires don't like being told what to do. So Facts. we'll see. We'll see how mm-hmm. Markeeva wants to react. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's necessarily any need for it. I mean, I could understand if it was like you know how, um, like every organization has their like troops night or something like that, mm-hmm. right? I could understand playing it then, but I mean, fuck, let's get to the game. You know why we're here. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, stand there and take off my ball cap, <laughs> put it by my heart, pay good money for these tickets. Yeah, facts. But that's just me. But if, I mean, play it if you want. Whatever. Fuck it. I'm, I'm playing the classic game of who gives a fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game to play. It's my favorite game to play. It's so weird because there's it seems to be like there's people that feel deeply passionate on both like there's these small sections of people that feel deeply passionate on both sides and there's a majority of people that are just like whatever man. The like, crazy part about that, bro, is like there are people that are up in arms that it won't be played or people are kneeling, blah blah blah, and it's like okay, like yeah, they're like oh you, you gotta respect the troops and blah blah blah, and it's like all right, my nigga, if you feel that strongly about it like you have all the capability in the world to go join the army since you're so patriotic like i don't understand like there's there's your there's your out right there bro you can go if that's what you want to do and that's you know how your lifestyle is have they talked to bro. people from the army and they're like yo we don't give a fuck yeah. if you kneel during the anthem. that has nothing Facts. to do with us bro ca- they're saying Kaepernick that's why we're doing this so that you have yeah, the choice yeah. Yeah. to be able to do what you want yeah. to do isn't that america's whole fucking thing in the first place to stand up against governments that are doing bad isn't that why that's like their whole MO? They pretend to be that way though. Yeah. But, I mean, not my country. I don't know much about it. Anything else? 
go very quiet. Should recommendations we just do recommendations? Um, watch Midsummer if you haven't. Uh, mine is going to be download or stream For No Reason Volume 2 out now on all DSPs. It's your boy Rob Mack in the fucking building. Um, yeah, that's my recommendation. Mine is to sift through some music, uh, find some new artists, and when you're done doing all that, find For Rob Mack on socials and download For No Reason Volume 2. And stream that. Stream that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, stream for no reasons. Volume two. It's a fantastic piece of music. Uh, okay. You might, you might, you guys might not have heard of him. His name's Rob Mack. Uh, yeah, he does a he's thing. A, he's a good there. guy with good music. Um. Also, watch Malcolm and Marie piss yourself off a little bit. I won't be doing that. No, not you. I won't be taking that recommendation. You particularly don't fucking watch that. <laughs> I get angry thinking about it. Thinking about me watching it, bro. So no, I'm good. You get to watch Zendaya. I don't give nice a fuck. <laughs> fuck that. I'm not trying to make myself angry and confused, emotionally <laughs> exhausted <laughs> for <laughs> no reason. Just like, what the fuck? I'm angry. Why do I so much? Uh, my recommendation <laughs> would be to read more. Educate yourself on certain things. There's a lot of ignorant people in the world. A lot of people are ignorant on certain topics. So just form your own opinions. Get out there. Read things. <laughs> it could be things that are factual, things that like mystery novels. Yeah. Yeah, some sci fi, whatever makes you happy. Doug said read mystery read, novels. Read. Like People are uninformed, read a fucking <laughs> mystery novel. The Hardy Boys, you know, it's, it bangs. Oh, might give you a couple of uh, one, two insights. That Robert on Munch to... goes crazy. Yeah, yeah just, just read. Um, get yourself a nice pair of underwear, comfortable, comfortable pair of underwear, quality pair of underwear. Uh, if you got holes in your boxers, get rid of those. Um, be nice to a woman and uh, stream for no reason, volume two. Right. I like that. All right. Well, until next time. Yes, sir. Love you, my Nikki. Gang,